so much happier now that I'm dead. Technically missing. Soon to be presumed dead. Gone. And my lazy, lying, cheating, oblivious husband will go to prison for my murder. Nick Dunn took my pride and my dignity and my hope and my money. He took and took from me until I no longer existed. That's murder. Let the punishment fit the crime. To fake a convincing murder, you have to have discipline. Gone Girl, 2014 David Fincher movie. Uh, incorrect film. Yes. Uh, best thriller of the 2010s. I am Spectacular Shane here with Jolly Jordan and Terrific Tony. Hey. T- did you say Terrific Tony? Yeah, Terrific <laughs> Tony. Oh, I know you're not used to that um, describing word, verb. Verb's describing word? What's a verb? Adjective. Adjective. See, it's yes. always like you. Always like you, jo- Jordan. Always correcting me. Seriously. <laughs> you, Sorry. I fucking resent you. <laughs> you know that? No. <laughs> um, so we clearly got a, our genders opposing each other because this movie kind of sways in that line, female versus male or man versus wife. Male. So I said husband versus wife. Husband versus wife. Yeah. So let's just start with how do you guys feel about this movie second time around? I'm sure everyone's seen it more than once. How do you guys like it? I love this movie. Uh, it's one of my favourites. I'm into true crime in general usually. Um, I just think like the mystery and like the different perspectives like presented by the movie is just like amazing. It really weaves the story really well. So yeah, definitely one of my favourite movies. Bam. Tony, you want to talk about uh, David Fincher? Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's one of Fincher's best. Only because it's like like a basic movie. Like like you look Ooh. at movies like Social Network. It's uh, what based on a true story or like movie like Fire Club. It's like such a grander thing. This is like just a movie about. What well, mm-hmm. marriage and anything but, but it's, basic. Yeah, but like it's like it's just like a thriller. After what after yeah. social network? Actually, no, he did um the dragon tattoo Dr- movie, didn't he? Yeah, I think so, so after dra- yeah. after the social network, he was like the hottest thing. Like I think uh, everyone was expecting like a big big movie, and what he did two book adaptions after. Yeah. yeah Wait, so, so are you crazy. saying to me right now that he did Fire Club? Yes. Yeah, he did Fire Club, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. No, I knew he did Social Network. I knew he did Benjamin Button. I knew he did um, well, Dragon Tattoo. Seven. What about Damn. Seven? You know he did Seven? Yeah, I've seen Seven as well. S- did you not scroll down past 2001 or something? <laughs> past <laughs> no, I, did, I didn't click on I, – I was like, I couldn't care less about him. I just want to know, like, oh. <laughs> the actresses and the movie fun facts, and that's all I wanted to know from the IMDb. Well, the movie hits so well because of his direction. And, like, mm. it's proven. Everyone read the IMDb trivia. Ben Affleck made a bet with someone that he could adjust the camera lens, like, a tenth or something to a different shade. And he bet the guy that David Fincher would notice. He looked at the, like, camera, like, looked at the other display, and he's like, wait, why is it so damp? Like, why is it so, like, like underlit? So he found it straight away. Like, he's, like, meticulous genius. And I think this movie wouldn't work and really any average director's hand. Tony, you said basic. It's not basic. No, basic's probably the wrong word. I mean, like... It's, yeah, well, Tony, like, you, you say pul- basic. It's sort of pulpy. It's like a thriller. Well, bro. Yeah, like basic instinct. You get that kind of vibe with Sharon Stone style uh, with yeah. Amy Dunn. No, like Tony... 
Are you trying to say, Tony, that it's like everyone can kind of enjoy it? Is that what you're kind of saying? Like everyone <laughs> likes a whodunit? <laughs> Tony fucked up using that word. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay. Basic was the wrong word. I shouldn't use that word. I mean, like any director could have done this movie. It's like any any what? director could have took this movie and ran with it. Oh. It wouldn't be just it wouldn't be as good, but you wouldn't mm. put this as an atypical Fincher movie. Yeah, mm. I get you saying. Don't know, Tony. I think the first half maybe could be like, oh, this is your generic, like he done it, or maybe someone like framing him, blah blah blah. But then as soon as you're revealed to this character, Amy, amazing Amy, it's a whole different movie, whole different ballpark. Yes. I remember that pen drop, like her multiple pens, one of them dropped. You're like, holy shit. The rewatch value, like, obviously, this is one of these movies where first time, best time, you can't avoid that because of the windy tale. But you do appreciate little strokes of genius by our boy Fincher or Tony's boy. You know, like, how sympathetic Nick is and how much you, like, like him despite, like, his actions. They cast the perfect guy. Or well, I don't know. First time I watched this movie, I didn't really like Ben Affleck. Well, I think that was a public perception as well. But now, like, I love him. I think, like, I don't know, tabloids drove me the wrong direction. You sound like when like the, uh, the the people in the movie, the first they just despise Nick and they, yes. and they love him. And they, yeah. they root for him. Yeah. Um, all right, so before we get too far into it, let's do our movie smoothie. You guys want to hit me with the ingredients? I'm um, um, sorry, Shane here for Foof Juice. What do you guys want? Ooh, okay. Could I get a dose of diary writing mm-hmm. with some mystery oh, sorry. and past sorry. lovers? Oh. Sorry, we only have the fake stuff. Like, we don't really have real diary writing. We have, like, a, like a kind of like Diet Coke sort of thing. Uh, oh, it's, not the, um, it's not the genuine stuff. Does that be fine? Uh, uh, mm, I guess. Sure. Okay. As long as it doesn't get me in trouble later, you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't uh, burn our diaries either. Not completely. We roast them. Okay. Oh. Tony? Well, that kind of sounds good. <laughs> uh, some post-it notes. I love when the detective was using that as like little reminders. We'd look. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll see if a box cutter. Oh, yes. And Ooh. a glimpse of a dong. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So all that stuff you're saying, that was part of our psychological fuck-up mishap we've had so i'll see if we can make it i'm probably the worst one at it okay so movie starts loveless marriage uh actually incorrect movie starts with uh nick running around comes home wife isn't there it's interlabeled these diary entries and it pretty much tells you that there's a could be a possible murder situation going on yeah so she's gone Movie escalates even further when she's definitely murdered. So it seems it's revealed that she's not dead. She's been staging this um, crime. What do you call it? Fuck. I'm burning up. <laughs> no, I just remember this in the Tony. Framing. Um, no, no. Yeah, there's a frame up. Thank you, Jordan. And yeah, it turns out Amy's been framing him the whole time. She's a master manipulator. She's a psychotic. She was willing to kill herself. Anyway, plans go awry when Nick uses the media to his advantage after being hounded by him. Then she changes plan mid mid plan because of money issues, and then kills her ex, gets relieved, and now he's stuck in this marriage, kind of like reminiscent of real marriages in real life, kind of like a twisted way to look at it. And then movie ends with her skull as it started with her skull. Bang! Saved it at the end, hopefully. All right, so 
let's get into it since I just ended the movie. I've How got do you a guys question. Like to- you were you saying that he was manipulating the media, and that's why she came. Why, why do you think she came back, Shane? Because she, it was more of it became a game to her, in my opinion. She could have like. She's being challenged in a weird way. Like, she wants to be challenged in life. That's why she kind of, like, lost the plot because she wasn't being fulfilled in, like, a mm-hmm. mental sort of way. Like, it was fun for her for a while, pretending to be cool girl. Um, and he was trying as well to be, like, this cool guy, I guess. But then he stopped trying, yep. cheated, big fucking backfire to, for him, funny enough. But, um, yeah, the way I looked at it too, both these characters are both manipulators, right? But yes. she, yeah. but yeah, he has empathy. She has zero. Um, this is maybe what, where I told you, you guys like that I read the book. <laughs> what was that? I read the book too. I oh, book. did you really? Yeah, I watched the movie, and uh, I was just before. I think it was like after like the last week it was out in cinema. So yeah. I was like, I really want to show my wife or my partner at that time. You know, I love this movie, but I didn't want to wait like a year or however however long it took to um for the Blu-ray to release. So I bought the book and I read it to her. It like she, she had no interest in the movie or the book, but I was like, I read it to you. And then I think I read it like halfway and she's like, I don't care. But then she loved the movie. But yeah, I, I, The book was pretty good. It's pretty good adaptation as I remember Tony, anyway. this book turned movie is one of these films that just fuck over the book big time. Like this medium, when done right, in my opinion, shits all over books. Like Shawshank Redemption is another one. Even though it's a short story, so it's kind of behind the eight ball. But um, mm-hmm. Fire Club's probably the same thing. Never Finch's works. Um, no, I feel I like know, the, so- the, if you if you really like the Amy character, I feel like the book's better because you can del- really delve into her thought process. Psyche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same same with Nick's. Like, they, it's kind of – they left out a whole bit um, in the movie that, like, Nick is really afraid of becoming his dad because his dad was, like, this massive, like, woman hater and used to abuse his mum and stuff. And, mm. it, like, he was scared of having his dad's temper when it came to women. And scared of being being like his dad. And I feel like fleshed out so much because obviously when Amy comes back, like in the book when Amy comes back, he's like enraged. He hates her, thinks she's a psychotic bitch, which isn't wrong. But like that that rage starts to come out and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be just like my dad. I'm going to be just like my dad. And that's kind of what stops him from going that yeah. extra mile with like expressing his rage towards her about everything she's done. So it's interesting. Yeah, I I think – this is a fantastic, like, movie adaption. Fantastic. And, you know, like, it's often the case that the movie adaptions of books fucking suck. But this is a good one, but it doesn't capture all the magic, I don't think. Tony, what do you think, since you respect uh, the medium? I, I can't remember. <laughs> Mate, I was, reading, I was reading it out loud to my wife, and this was, like, nine years ago, so I don't have much recollection. But you, like a politician, you avoided my question. You, like, you, you rambled on about other things. You know, answer my question. Why did okay, I, did, I did a Nick? Why did she come back? Why did she, she come came, back? I think yeah. she came back for the challenge to like for the challenge. challenge. I think so. Yeah, okay. and I think once the challenge goes, she is going to do something drastic. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe she has, she loves just having him, love having control over him, like having him lose. It's kind of it's kind of petty the way she does act. But what, okay, so you tell me the right answer, genius. Well, I thought. She saw him trying again, like he's, because at the yeah. start of the relationship they're presenting his best self, and when he's obviously on the news, he's presenting his best self again. He's like, "Hey, that's the man I fell in love with. If he's going to come back, I'm willing to be back in this marriage." 
That's why I thought <laughs> she came back. Because he put. I don't think he, he's even about that anymore. <laughs> like the huh? whole like perfect couple thing. No, no, but uh, I mean, I, I think she wants him to try. She wants him to try to be the to be a, the best man he can be. I think it's more about control, bro. Because at the very end, the last shot, how he's like rubbing her head, and he, like she like moves quickly to look at him, and he like he moves his hand away, and then he like like this like a cat, you know, a cat like <laughs> death stares you, and he ends up patting her head again, like he's getting, you know what I mean, like just keep patting my head, bitch, sort of thing. That's the way. I don't know. It's a lot of interpretation you could put up to. But so, Jordan, why do you think she came back then? Because Tony, that is a good question. I think I think you guys kind of hit it on the head in both ways. Like, I think it's a bit of both. Because, like, at the start of her little escapade, she's super, super resentful. Like, her parents basically made a million bucks off of her life. Yeah, I know. Well, a false yeah. version of her life. That's crazy. And um, their parents were definitely absent to, you could totally tell. Oh, yeah. And, well, definitely just, like, had a child to say they had a child in many ways. And for inspiration. I think that's um, recalled somewhere as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, so on top of the resentment she has for her parents, she has resentment for um, Nick because they both lose their jobs in the recession. So he just starts spending all her money because obviously she had a trust fund. Do <laughs> you think that, from you think the that books. shit was true? For some reason, I was like watching it going, wait, is she making this shit up? <laughs> nah, that it's part, like, that part true. was true. Yeah, that yeah, part know, was true. Um, yeah, it's cool. it's, but you it's know, funny, she, though. Yeah, she she resents that he spent all his money. She resents that she had to move back to the Midwest because his mum is sick. Like, kind of weird that you can resent that. Um, and then she becomes resentful that, you know, she was always trying and she was always trying to be the cool girl and, like, yeah. the hot wife and love everything that he loves and he never tried to do any of that for her or lost interest and stopped I doing that for her. I think lost interest. And then got a new young hot miso. And then um, so she, broke she, she kind of gets it all, like, she plans all this shit out as revenge. She did. She was going to kill herself and yeah. then kind of got out and realized, well, life isn't that bad when I run the show. Like, I shouldn't have to kill myself. Mm. So you think she, she was kind of like always under the thumb for a while there. Like, she didn't know she could have this kind of power, do you think, before mm, the moment? I think where- she. No, she's always I- manipulated. Always. Yeah, she always knew the power, and like she always, she always acted she- different for different people. She acted different mm, yeah. for Nick. She acted different for Desi. Um, she's kind of like, like hmm? she's kind of like a symbi. She's kind of like a symbiont. She like needs a host. Yeah, almost because that's the, that's uh, there's like another character in the book that's left out. She had like a close like friend in early high school, and like she really like manipulated that relationship, and like you know, used her as basically, like, her little slave servant thing and then ended up, like, feigning that this girl, like, attacked her and was stalking her and changed that narrative too. So I think a big part of part of her coming back is, again, the, the control because she, she went to live with Desi because she realised she'd lost control of the situation with getting robbed yeah. and then right. realised that Desi wasn't going to let her, like, do her own thing either. Like, he was trying to control her, make her pretty again, <laughs> yeah. making her love all the years. things he loved. Yeah. yeah. 20 years of him, like, probably coming up this whole fantasy in his head. Like, Legit. he was so mentally unstable. With this so chick. gross. And, like, he wasn't having any no answers. No, I think she realized that too. Like, when he's been assertive and shit, she's like, oh shit, he has the power yeah. here. This isn't I can't what do I want. He's holding so me crazy. prisoner and he's his house, like, glorified. Yeah, it's prisoner. so, it's, she's deserved it as well. Like, fuck her. Oh, yeah. that's funny, that's true. So, hold up. Jordan, how much at a percentile? So, mm-hmm. 50, 50%, you like Nick. And her equally, hundred percent. You love her, and zero percent. You love Nick. Who do you like the most percentage-wise? Well, what percentage are you in? Okay, this is it's really tricky because my perspective of this 
book and especially the Amy character. Like, Amy Dunn is to women what the Joker (laughs) is to men. Does that make sense? (laughs) I, I was watching it. And there was moments there I was, like, rooting against her and I was like, wait a second, she's actually quite empowering in certain aspects. Yeah. Like, the way how she, like, takes control and, like, punishes him for being lazy and, like, careless and cheating. I was like, I can see how women – I thought I asked this question to you. So, what's the percentage? I want you a little history lesson. So, what is she? (laughs) 80%? 100%? If you take out – oh, my God. Nah. (laughs) Just say the number. If you take out all the psychotic bullshit that's behind it. Like 70% because I like how the character, I like how she fights against like kind of the expectations that women have in relationships and like women have when it comes to like how they interact with men. She like, you know, breaks that mold as a character and like provides a good debate around that character. And then when it comes to Nick, still still douchebaggy behavior, but like, I don't know, it's not his fault that his mum was dying. And yeah. people do get complacent when they have long-term relationships. You know, like, people just get comfortable. So yeah. it's not necessarily, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say a 50% like for Nick. No, so so 30% you like. That's fine. I, it's a weird scale <laughs> I use. No, um, I'm just fine. doing different ratios. I'm just... No, no, no. I can't say 30% is too low of a number, bro. No, it's not Nick. that. It's, it's fine. No, it's good. That means you like her more. So what about you, Tony? What, what's your scale? Who do you well, side with more? I think I can relate to Nick more because I'm a, a man. But I definitely find the Amy character way more interesting. I want to spend a whole movie with her. Like, I want to see... You know, it's, I want to spend more time with Amy. By the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, I wish I had more Amy. You know? She's so much more interesting. Yeah, what else Nick's is kinda, she up to? Yeah. Like, she's so... So, so whose movie was appealing. it? Like, oh, it was sorry, who oh, had it's more, equal. It's equal. The first, yeah, first know, act is like, Nick's movie. Second act is Amy's movie. And the third act, they kind of share. But I think screen time wise, Nick dominates, right? Yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. But then, it's like, it kind of makes you, yeah, you think it's her movie because she's orchestrated so much of that movie. Yeah, Do, it does make sense. But in it's just back- funny. No, she's the best thing about this movie. Clearly, um, people shine off her. Surprisingly, every scene she's in with someone else, like it just pop, like crackles. Um, you can't so, Tony, you give me a percentage. Though. What percentage Say, is it? Fifty, fifty, then? Uh probably forty, sixty. Because I really like Nick. I just want to be around Amy. Which way? So Amy's Amy way. way. Amy's way, yeah. She's kind of scary That's too. good. She kind of she kind of scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's her intention. Um, I'll probably go, probably same with Tony. I'll probably agree with Tony. She is definitely more interesting, but the way he fights back, metaphorically speaking, is fucking so good. Um, well, yeah. again, so, in the book, like, he was going to fight back war. Like, he, he ended up, when she came back, he ended up going behind her back and, like, meeting up with Go and the detective to try and, like... Love the name. ...blow her shit out of the water. And I then, like, he ends scene up... in the movie. Well, it, it goes on for longer than that. He Like, he's working with her. He ends up writing a whole book explaining his side of the story and entitles it Psychotic Bitch. And then, <laughs> so, like, when he's about to, like, walk out the door and show the world, like, everything she's been up to and, like, get the case, like, going with... Um, Detective Booty and Go. Um, he shows Pulls her the manuscript. Yeah, he shows her the manuscript, and then she goes, "Oh, I've got something to give you too," and whips out the pregnancy test. Yeah. So he ends up going like back to Go and Detective Booty, and being like, "Brothers, we got to call this off. Like, uh, I'm going to be a dad now, and it's just I can't do it." So, so obviously, yeah. movies have to like shrink the book, and I don't think you lose much. You like, you know, he's going to like. 
get condensed in a good way. He's going to like tell everyone on air that she's like the story. Yeah. Which will be just as effective as like this whole manuscript or whatever. Yeah, I have to read this book then. Is it worth the read? I should say that, Tony. Is the book 100%. worth the read? Definitely worth the read. And it's actually an easy read too. It's really well, well, well written. Yeah, you yeah. devour so it. it. You really do yeah. once you get started. So I, I wrote my notes. Funny about I say, when a movie is this good, do you even need to read the book? <laughs> quite, quite on point. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Tony, you know how this movie mm-hmm. is like two hours and 20 minutes? Doesn't feel like that. However, it feels like sorry, sorry for picking long movies. No, no, it doesn't feel long. Changeling felt like a four-hour movie. This felt like an hour movie. So Tony's (laughs) been holding his tongue about Changeling, how much he disliked it. So Tony, like it. I just felt meh about it. I mean, (laughs) yeah, you you did sum that up in the cast and the podcast, and I I know it was a long movie, and I know this one was a long movie, and. Well, Midsummer was like reasonably long. I think so, they're all over two hours, Jordan. <laughs> they're all over two hours, are they? Yeah, that's the theme, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, the sub theme. My apologies, my guys. I'm well, not going to pick apologies. any more long movies. My apologies. Oh. I uh, I fell asreep during the Changeling, so I think that's oh. that my performance. Of the Wait a second. But- we almost have another three ray a uh, three way rape theme as well. Midsummer, you could say the guy was drugged and like had sex with that girl. In um, Changeling, Changeling, you could tell one of those one boys, the boys got touched up. Yeah, for sure. Tony's on the same wavelength. Oh my in god, this, guys! In this, technically, the wine bottle was a perpetrator. Oh <laughs> my kind of god! Bet. Well, if you are seduced by a female and you're saying no, and like you eventually give into temptation, could that be considered rape? Um, it's called if coercion. It's consensual, but you have to get hard, mate. If you're hard, you're into it, right? Um, like, not like actually necessarily. If they slip, I'm saying like a Viagra, then maybe it's right. The same like system in your body that um operates like getting aroused, like sexually, is the same system in your body that like switches on getting scared of things and like aroused as in to like run away from things. So. A lot of men that are victims of rape, of rape is because they're scared and they do get hard during the accounts Jesus. of rape. So a lot of a lot of like when they go to court, the woman's like, "Well, he got hard for me." So, and for a long time, no, that's that wrong. stood. It's wrong. The judge would have said, "I bet you, I bet you said there's some wood bitch." <laughs> <laughs> it's all against the men. No, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty weird question. Let's go back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Tony, you think Nick is charming, right? Yes. Everyone does? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, like how important is that for that character to be pulled off? And even more important, how important is Margot as a character in this movie? Like the actress as well and their relationship. Uh, I think it's one of the most like humanizing things for the character. And, like, okay. How much, I reckon what, you, you don't want to talk like to. Go. I know, but like you just, they're just, and, I don't know. When it, this is a personal peeve. I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but when they're re-encounting their memories of their first me- when they first met, because it feel like sort of like sterile in a weird way, like kind of like like fake. Like when when like I don't buy like their delivery on their dialogue. It seems like the it's finally cute. stilted. When yeah, Nick and cute. Amy met. Yes, when Nick and Amy met. Yeah, but remember that's her. That's her little narrative. That's how she's no, portraying it. That part's it. true. That part's true. I think this is true. Yeah. 
But I just it, think it's- it does follow what she wrote in her diary to a T. Like, you know, when she's like, I could be A, a magazine editor. I could be B. Like, she literally, yeah. like, in the book, it's actually written like that, like, on different paragraphs. And so I think, okay, so maybe it did happen, like, magically in a way, but I think she crafted it extra. Like, that was my other, that was, like, one criticism I have of this. Like, a lot of the dialogue comes across as really fake. And doesn't have a natural flow, and has like yeah, yeah, too the, many big words. Everything. Is that in the um? Is that in the flashback scenes though, or is that you think throughout? It's uh, it's definitely more in the flashback scenes. I actually think yeah, it's more pronounced. Yeah, in the flashback scenes, yes. I mean, there's definitely other parts where I'm like, no one would, no one would fucking say that. But well, in the flashback of, scenes, do, it's way worse. Yeah. They do use a lot of buzzwords, but I think it's intentional to make it a bit like like a movie almost. I think it finishes like saying, "This is like a fairy tale." Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe you can't actually direct like a rom-com. Like, you know, it's kind of like give you the rom-com film, that's what he's going for. But like he can't, I mean, Finch is just too like in his own style to make, make a lighthearted scene. But maybe that's why it's a bit iffy. So, Jordan, this is like another thing that relates to our history. Mm-hmm. Um, goblin mode. Oh, she's um, full Julia, goblin mode. <laughs> Julia Fox, that girl. <laughs> you got the same sort of vibe with um, Emily Ratajkowski. Um. Oh, yeah, because they're both models. Both models, mm-hmm. both super hot, both kind of playing the same role. Like, not really, actually, but okay, I, got a, I got a similar vibe. Yeah, both mistress. casted at the recommendation of someone else that's in the really? movie. Well, yeah, ben, a- ben Affleck was like, yeah, we should hire her. Damn, he's such a sleaze, eh? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I wonder why that is. Like, <laughs> um, This is when probably they were going out with Jennifer Gardner. Yeah, I think so. I think it was around that time. Married, yes, married which is a bit sus. But uh, what if their personal life was like Gone Girl? Like Ben Affleck was like trying to get out, and Jennifer Garner's like manipulative, just as bad as. No, I shouldn't say that. It's like, uh, yeah, it's slander towards. <laughs> her. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, how do you guys like that uh, sex scene and shit? It's funny how he's like trying to resist the kisses and it turned into like a, a full on tongue. That's what I was trying to say when I was like, "Is it like rape if you're seducing?" Bro, seduced? I just. I couldn't move past the fact that it's Barney Stinson, and then Wait, I couldn't. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the other scene, but that actually, that's actually true too. The one where which, he kisses which one? He kisses Redachowski. Oh my bad, yo. Okay, yeah, no rewind. Um, no, nah, he's he's times. into it. <laughs> he's into it, and he's he's a dirty fuck. Not and the at only the start, reason. Though. Not Only because he's like, oh, my God, my sister's going to come out. She's going to kill me. And then yeah, he's, he's like, like actually, my-, my dick hard. <laughs> and then so everything's off the table then. He's thinking with his, with his wee-wee and that's it. Thinking with his wood. Yeah. So tell me about you, bro. What do you think about it? The scene. <laughs> the sex scene. Yeah. The scene. Uh, it's not that memorable, to be honest. Uh, yeah, she... <laughs> I took like five yeah, pages uh, of notes in that scene. <laughs> yeah, um, he's lucky. I don't know. I don't know what to say. What do you want me to say about this scene? I want you to say like about their relationship. What do you think about the whole mistress thing? And do you think? Oh, Nick he's an idiot deserves- for sure. And like, it just shows that he's like a one-trick pony. He does like the same move every time. Touches the chick's lip mm. and then kisses her. Yeah. Yeah, cringe. Does he, does he, he doesn't. He doesn't mm. do the Batman thing though to her, does he? Like the uh, chin, fingers on the chin. I don't mm. think he does that. That's that's like a in joke for because she wouldn't know what that means. That's like you can trust me when he puts his well. He has uh, one on his chin. one move left, Tony. One move left. But yeah. it will probably only take about two, like probably five more months. He would have pulled it out. You think that's the kind of guy he is? Mm. So funny <laughs> when he's like, 
on the stage and you're saying like, I love my wife so much. And like, she's in the crowd, the uh, other chick, the mistress. She's like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. I'm so bad yeah. for him. But see, but why are you feeling bad for him? Because he didn't love his wife. He's going to leave his wife. And then she'd fucking Yeah, but like at that fucking- no, but at that point of the movie, Tony, like your first time watching it, did it's you feel some, like that's you- why Affleck is so casted so well because you're still on his side. There's something yes. about that smile. It's like he's, he's a right, big boys. doofus, but you're always on his side. He's so perfect, though, isn't he? Like in portraying that charisma that yes. Nick is supposed to put on, and that like that stupid smile, and he's got his stupid chin, like everything's stupid and so good. <laughs> did you, um, Jordan? Do you find him attractive? Yes, I do. Oh my god, as Batman, holy shit. I I feel like he's more attractive for men than for women. That's what I thought. Like, chicks don't (laughs) find him hot. A Ronald Reynolds moment kind of thing. I think it's a type. I think it's a type thing. Women are very much type-based compared to guys. Guys have like a uh, spray and pray mentality. Women have like (laughs) a lane they like to stick to. And like, because the thing is men have like no moral, like no... Like, no morals. <laughs> men are easy and men are just like fucking. Well, it's a way we're uh, genetically designed, isn't it? Like just as many partners as possible. Yeah, women... because you've got an ever, like never ending flow of of baby <laughs> juice. juice <laughs> and the women have Amy to Dunn kind wants. of be concentrated on that shit. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Is that like a, a political, like hot topic we just talked about? Or is that like you can't get in trouble for saying that? I mean, a lot of. Like, have you seen all those, like, far-right, like, women-hating podcasters like Andrew Tate and stuff, like, that kind of lane of stuff? Tony loves him. They're like, oh, low-value women. And, like, when men fuck, it's not emotional and, like, women can't just go out and do that because they don't do that. Like, so... um, Terrific Tony always, like, raves on about him. He's like... Andrew Tate. ...above his bed. Yeah, for some reason, he's like... He likes to be called Tony Tate. My boy Tate. He's a tape mm, boy. Ew. I love him. <laughs> no, Feral. Is he actually what, legit so, fighter, though? I think that's what all the guys like, because he can fight and he can fucking talk. No, he's not. He, like, fucking, he got, like, his ass whumped when he went, like, semi-professional. So <laughs> all, all right. that, like, We're shit about him this. being, like, a mega fighter is trash. I was making a joke. Just okay. don't even bring his name up. Like, he's a fucking loser. I hate this. I hate Andrew the whole, like, Potato, more like it. I know I didn't bring it up, did I? I think she brought him up. But it's just a joke to me. It's just funny as fuck. And some people like I don't know. I probably lost like two listeners there. They fucking probably worship him. Um, doesn't matter. Maybe actually. Saying that too, like how people would like to pick sides. Was the locals on Nick's side, and then the rest of the world was against him, or was it like fifty-fifty split before that? Dude, like not in the, even in the, in the media side. Not What's even. That? What do you think? Everyone I mean, was against him at the start before the interview. Like probably three days. Everyone was like, oh, poor Nikki boy. And then, like, shit would have started coming out about, like, oh, like, her friend seems really distressed about this and she said all this. Like, it would have changed hella quick because the, the husband hella is quick. always the first suspect when it comes to that kind of shit. Everyone and would have been like, he's done something. Yeah. He's done something. And that was her ace in the hole too. Oh, what yeah, she, she, she knew it. First time, the first time you guys seen this movie, did you think, oh, he might have done it? Like, were you on the fence? Or did you know straight away he's innocent? Well, I think everyone knows, like, all fingers point to him, right? Yeah, but on your first watch, Shane, what were you thinking? Do you remember? I was thinking that this guy is going to try to get away with killing his wife. Like, I think, okay, my experience watching the first I thought, like, he killed his wife, but he's going to get away with it. That's why uh, I thought the movie yes. was going. That's the direction he was going through. Yeah. 
And then when you find out she's the one who's the mastermind. And it, it's good that they, I think it was 47 minutes in, I think I timed it, when she, you, she revealed she's in the car driving, you know, like with a, like a good song on or whatever. Well, I love the, um, I love the dialogue. Um, I'm so happy now that I'm dead. Yes. Yeah. Hard hitting. Shane will um, put that soundbite in, hopefully. Well, oh, okay. So, the, <laughs> so do you think, Tony, obviously Fincher is what, like probably the best director for procedural cop movies? You got Zodiac 7 and this. Um, yeah. I'm probably underrated to know that, but like the whole stuff, like the whole first, probably half an hour of the first segments is like her. Yes. Um, re- like revealing clues, even if it's like so chintzy as having like clue. Um, on clue the thing, which is like fun. <laughs> yeah, no. actually, and can we talk about calls. the clues? How all the clues go through his infidelity, or the places he had. Yes, they say that in the movie. They say that in the movie. Yeah, but ha- like what? What? They, what do you mean? They reveal. Well, Tony, are you trying to sound smart, bro? They literally say like that. He. Yeah, I knew that. That's how I knew that. <laughs> they said in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but that's but, it's, okay. from a perspective of that's I'm so cheeky of Amy. It's so smart yeah. and cheeky of Amy. She's like, here you go, you motherfucker. Like, I know what you've been doing. Like, here's all was your it, fuck Was spots. it her panties or was it probably the, yeah. the girl's, uh, the mistress's panties, right? Um, no, she planned them there. She planned them there. Amy no, but no, but was it actually the mistress's panties? She would have grabbed them, right? No, I don't think she, she would just go to the shops and buy it, bro. She's not that fucking evil or whatever, like, um, or psychotic. Oh, I thought yeah, it was like an ace psychotic. in the hole. Like, if you test this, you'll find out it's not mine if it's someone else's. So, you know, he's a cheater. So even more reason to kill her or get rid of her. I thought she was really masterminding it, you know? <laughs> like, like she had a place like a pube there or something. <laughs> well, the detectives, she's actually she quite have sort of something good out. too, the, the girl who plays the detective. What's her name? Dickens, the actress. Kimberly? Kim the Dickens? actress's name. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to guess now. I don't know, but yeah, she's really good. Computer's what's, not working. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, Can someone Google that, please? Her name is Kim Dickens. I was right. Good job. Um, well, There's not an app yeah, word. So- so Kim Dickens, what's going on with her career anyway? Like what happened to her? Why didn't she? Uh, I remember her off the movie up? Zero Effect. That was nineties, wasn't it? I think it was yeah, nineteen ninety eight. I think. Yeah, but like I feel like the whole cast is like, no, no one main audiences will know mainstream audiences. So it's a very well casted. I think the the two biggest stars are Neil Patrick Harris and Ben Affleck. You know, everyone yeah. else is kind of like, who's this? Oh, I've seen this person before. Do, well, don't know their Park names or was, anything. Yeah, Rosamund Pike was a uh, Bond girl. Yeah, she had. A, I was going to say Bond she had a bit of a so wouldn't know her she? name and poised. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. definitely know her name after this though, Rosamund oh, yeah. Pike, and she was nominated too. Zerman, well, that, so, you know, that makes me think. Nominated for like best screenplay as well. I, I was thinking such a two wheel. Oh, bro, it's one of those movies where it should have got a lot more praise than it did. But do you know who won the Oscar for um that year? Hmm, twenty fourteen. You wouldn't know. You the haven't movies. seen the movie. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen the movie. Uh, the movie was and, Still Alice. Who was in that? Oh, Still Julian Alice. Moore. Yes, correct. Julian Moore. I think, um, wasn't that about like Alzheimer's or someone losing the memory? Oh, probably. It's probably like the uh, classic, like potent social commentary on like an issue that everyone could get behind. It's like sort of Alzheimer's is probably still, still an ongoing thing. Very sad, but they always like that. Stuff it pulls at the heartstrings. It's interesting, yeah. like what sure good um, movies too, age well. Oh, no, this is one of the best performances of the decade, and one of the probably the best villain performances too. Like you, he's the best a, villain a character villain as well. Um, who do we have recently? Oh no, we talked about her from the call. Remember? Yeah. The, the oh girl from the yeah, call, she's pretty maniacal. Yeah. Yeah, they're both. Well, like the thing is, 
the girl in the core, she's not bound by like laws, essentially. She can do what the fuck she wants. Like she actually breaks the law of physics. She's outside of time. But that's right. And this one, she's like conniving within like the rules and shit, which actually makes it way more interesting the way she gets away with it, the way she snakes her way out. Like she buries away in and then snakes her way out. Um, so you're happy with the first act, Tony? Or anything else you want to talk about it? Like how I'd like to touch with the detective where she like pulls a post-it notes, like puts post-it notes on stuff at the start. Like that's a cool, cool. In moment. front of him, yeah, like, and, like <laughs> blatantly. And how like how they ask Nick this question, like he knows like all these little crucial details about his wife. Like what was it? When they first oh, said, What's your uh, wife's yeah, blood? You type? don't know oh, what she does during the day. You don't know if she has friends. You don't know what she does all day, and you don't know your wife's blood type. Sure, y'all are married. Don't well, know her blood type. That makes me want to ask you guys: Do you guys know your fiancés and prospective fiancés' blood type? You mean wife and fiancés? Oh, sorry. Yes, correct. Wife and fiancés' <laughs> blood type. My bad. No, I don't know the uh, blood type. No, I don't know. think it matters. I think it's one of those details that's like a trick question. I think I think it matters like if like you're in a crazy like accident or something, but I'm pretty sure like to test blood type is like quite easy. Like they've got little pallets and like what, you smear blood, blood over it. No, I do I think he's an A. Do you want me to ask definitely him? A. We're probably A definitely then. Actually, a I don't even know my own blood type, so how does that even work? Yeah. Wait. I think that's an overrated question. Uh, but Quinnon. What's your blood type? He doesn't know his blood type, no way. He does. He had a key ring for ages with it on it. Quinnon, what's your blood type? A negative. A negative. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah bitch. we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, A, B, C. Is there a D blood type? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what There's no blood D. Type there's there O, A, B, and A, B. Hmm. O. So, guys, out of all her, like, little trappings to fuck over Nick, like, her secret life, what's your favourite? Is it the fake best friend? Is it the fake pregnancy? What's the best Ooh. fake pregnancy would hurt the most? Because that was kind of crazy as that's well. That's what he wanted, right? He wanted, he wanted the baby. Yeah? Was that yeah. right? No, he but like, no, but she used it as a ploy to like, she was pregnant, and like, sort of just rolls up the media. Like, she's yeah, yeah. he knows it's full of shit. Like, knows why she's fucking pregnant. The police don't know that. All I know is they got like positive um, urine that she's pregnant. No, I think like, like he record. knows. Like, yeah, this is all fucking bullshit. Mm. Unless he's like, oh, she's cheating on me too. Like, damn. I, I think he, he knows for sure it's not his kid. True. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, it could be like a double whammy kind of thing. Like, if like I didn't get her pregnant, then who did kind of thing? I guess. Is that what you were implying? Just, like, because like he goes, oh shit, she's pregnant, and then goes, oh shit, how did she get pregnant? It wasn't me. No, that's when he throws the glass on the floor, right? As soon as he hears it, like. She was pregnant. This is insane. So, my question becomes... I don't want to talk to you again, ever, without a lawyer. Oh, yeah, that was actually pretty bad baller. But it could be construed two different ways. It could have been because, like, she didn't know he was she was pregnant and he killed her, like, the first time you're watching it. Or, like, she's, like, missing and he misses her and she's pregnant. It's like, oh, my God. So, all this... What? But the funny thing is, they tip their hat straight away that he hates his wife. Like, there's no secret there. Like, yeah, there's the, the opening lines. So, uh, it was a double entendre. It was like, I just want to crack your head open and see what's inside. Like, Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so what do you guys think about the little chin thing he does? You think that shit's lame as fuck or what? Oh, like, it's, what? It's, like, it's a good callback. <laughs> so, you can, like, you can trust me. It's not, I don't look sinister right now. It's their you cute know? little inside joke, you know? That's, like, the one way he can try to, like, wrestle her back because he does that. 
in the interview. You, you notice that, right? He's like, I love you and does the gym yes. thing. I think, so yeah. subtle. Like, and that's like, he knows subtle. he's talking to her. Like, that shit was not subtle. Dave no, Fincher he... emphasized that chin touch, bro. Yeah, but anyone no. else watching it would have been like, why is this man touching his face oh, like that? Yes. Like, yeah. no one else would have known what it's for. Yeah, it's and his message for it. He, yeah, he does it to speak directly to her. And True. it's perfect. It's perfect. And he's saying, like, I know you're alive, bitch. <laughs> yeah, literally. Come the fuck back. <laughs> yeah. I dare you. Yeah, so good. Well, anyway, it's just crazy how, like, sympathetic he comes off, like, even when he's a douchebag. As you say, he has one of those movie star faces. Um, I do like the part where she makes a fake story, how he pushes her down, and, like, <laughs> I like how he goes, You really want to be the couple that has a baby to save their marriage? Save? Uh, reboot, retool, rekindle, whatever. And you're going to walk out yeah, there now? I, yeah. You're a fucking coward. You know, you can't go on like this. Oh, really? I won't. You won't? You won't? Why, it's not good enough for you? It's not even close! What scared me wasn't that he'd push me. What scared me was how much he wanted to hurt me more. What scared me was that I'd finally realized... I am frightened of my own husband. Do you reckon that was like half true though? Like that that part mm. with I think they had the conversation about having down. a kid to well, say they were like, right? their marriage. Maybe it was like the roles were reversed. Maybe he was anyway, like he, put up the kid. She pushes him to the ground. Maybe. That'd be cool <laughs> if that was a I think yo, yeah, she just made that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the part where she like like puts all her own blood on the floor, cleans it up? That's probably not my favourite like, little thing she does to frame him. You need to bleed. A lot. A lot, a lot. A head wound kind of bleed. A crime scene kind of bleed. You need to clean. Poorly, like he would. Clean and bleed. Bleed and clean. And leave a little something behind. That's so much effort. So much effort. Yeah. Like, think about how, it's like, crazy. fucked up and weak she would have been after that. And she's got to get in the car yeah, and drive, well, like, four hours was she away. storing it? I thought she was, like, storing it somewhere, like, over time. No, because it, de- it nah, degrades quickly. Yeah, yeah. It, it changes. Oh, and, like, well, have you ever donated blood before and they've got that little, like, pan that spins the blood around, like, constantly? It's because yeah, it starts so to she- clot if it stays still for too long. It's called a centrifuge, all right? Oh, <laughs> really? I think it is. Anyway. That's actually um, interesting. Yeah, Thank you. One thing about good thing about this movie, well, actually all Fincher movies, is that the narration sounds so cool whenever they speak. Oh, like, all the monologues are so it. powerful. Yeah, yes. Like her, her method, like you're gonna have to bleed a lot. Oh, Shane will put a soundbite yeah. in, but like so. Yeah, I'll probably put when he's a few clips yeah. in that whole segment. Oh, the, like, the, yeah, perfect. the whole cool girl monologue is just like fucking amazing, and like cool, like that's the thing, like she's a psycho bitch, but. Every woman can read the cool girl monologue and kind of like find an understanding of it. No, I feel like she's very jilted though in that cool girl monologue. Because she's like, she's driving like past other cars and she's saying, like, oh, look at this girl. She's only like that because of a man. But like, that could not what? be true. No, no it's no, not always true. But like, it's true. But she's saying, like, yeah, she feel like, I feel like she's talking down on women. Like, you, she like is. all, all she's women are the same. They do everything for men. Blah blah blah. I'm like, no, nah, that's not true. She's she's jaded. I and think it's the way she was raised too. She's amazing, Amy. Right? Like her whole life, 
she seemed like a better version of herself. Or yeah, actually, the parent, the way her parents think she should be. Or maybe, oh no, it's all fucked up. Having a book based around your life that's like the perfect version of yourself would be very fucked up mentally. So she probably doesn't know how to even view the world properly. Oh yeah, mm. and that she's she would never be enough kind of thing. And that's probably why she's so desperate. Like she changes. Yeah, like every girl suit. can admit that they've changed themselves to like try to date a guy, like in some regard. Yeah. Like say they like a band that they don't. So they well, watch movies that they haven't. Yeah, exactly. But I think the expectations for women to do that is bigger because, like, there's an expectation that, like, women need to, like, service guys more than men need to service yeah. women, which, like, that's being that's being broken down now and it's not so much a thing as it used to be. But like Andrew Tate. <laughs> I'm, Sorry, no, right. I'm making, again, I'm making generalisations, but... um, You're making good points, aren't you? <laughs> right, <turn. laughs> so, um, no, I was joking. Yeah, I think I think that's why that monologue is so good because it partially rings true for a lot of people. But then, like, mm. she's also a fucking psycho. So <laughs> that uh, resonated with you too, did it, Jordan? Yeah, like I mean, like there's a, there's a lot about like girlhood, like that is manufactured and it's made Where? like by men or for men. Like you know, makeup. Ah, yes originally yeah, like although a lot yeah. of women enjoy that for themselves now it wasn't always the case and so crazy eh? yeah and like a, a lot of women are expected to do things for men like birth control like why do we have to be the ones that take birth control all the time even though like birth control for men has been invented and has like very similar side effects to women's birth control but it's still not mainstream yeah. yet or being like sold widespread so like why it's kind of like it was a man's s- world eh yeah, that's right. It's like systemic, systemic racism, like how it's just like embedded in culture. Yeah, patriarchy. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's always also embedded. It's kind of like gets swept under the rug though. It's not really a hot topic as it once was. It's pretty sad. But um, now nah, we definitely grow in a society. I, I don't want to talk about this fucking shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure everyone in their notes wrote the word doofus, didn't they? Yes, doofus. He brings up that word in your brain just looking at him. Because he, he kind of has got like that dopey like Labrador retriever look jock, to he's him. Jockey, <laughs> the jock. Okay, let's talk about more of the technical aspects of this film. Score. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, don't have to say it. I'll put like a little clip in or something. Should have been nominated. Yes. Well, I just. Yeah, it just hits so well, especially with the cinematography. Like when oh, in the final the, scene, in the well, every yeah. almost every scene. You're right. Like oh, I don't know, it's just the way he frames things, the way like the camera moves. Um, obviously the color palette, like he's famous for. Yeah, I don't know, it's amazing. The the yeah, murder the, scene the, is just prime. Yeah, it all combines in the well, the most memorable slash traumatic scene of the movie. I think. I don't think I've ever forgotten that since the very first. You guys want to know a secret as well? What? What? I fast forwarded that scene today. Because no you way. Didn't wanna, How can you? you didn't, why? What? The, we're talking about the, the slit throat, right? Yes. Yeah. How can you? Why? It's actually not that. The, it's really not that bad. Really, it's not like that bad. Wise. But I think the first time you watch it, that shock value, because. You know, it's pretty intimate. It's probably got like that sense of dread. I found that sense of dread when I, because I, I fast forward at a certain point because I could feel it coming. There's a sense of dread there, maybe because you know what happens. But um, it definitely just hits you like like a stab, like you are getting slick because it's like, I think it's out of nowhere. Maybe first time I watched it, I did not expect it. I think it's gruesome. 
um, which is what the effect is. Like, you can't kind of show you how, like, fucked up this chick is. It's all, like, designed to, like, show you what a predator she is and how far she'd go. And that's why the mm. end is so effective when he's just sitting there with her. Like, it just hits you so hard. Mm. Um, so, it's, I like, one it's of the probably good, the-, the only gory thing in this movie, right? There's nothing really gory happens uh, after the all before. The bit. bit was pretty messed oh, up. Oh, they, they the cut away, though. It's more, that's more implied, right? I'm going to add the noise here. Grown-ups suffer consequences. Yeah. yeah. No, but that... <laughs> From the movie. Uh, yeah, that, the that noise scene... The noise is enough. That scene, when it fucking... I think the score really elevates it to, like, makes you feel like you want to vomit. It's like, oh, I can't, you better put that sound in, that the score. And, and it, like, it keeps cutting to black. And, like, you yes. just, just do something more terrifying every time. Like when so she like flips him, over, flips him over, holds it like holds his throat open. I think what she's doing. Oh, oh I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. I fast forward it, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's it's so impactful. To make sure he came first, yeah. It's yeah. so Wait, good. During the, it was during the ejaculation. She slit. The murder scene, I think, is a fucking masterpiece. The the like flashing of like the cinematography combined with the sound is just. Off chops. I love. The sound. I, I think love. That's what gets me. It, it just edge. adds that extra element. Oh, 100 percent. I. I. And this. The. The score through the whole movie is so good. You know, like this is the. The same duo that did the score for um. What do you call it? The Social Network, and that. That's really yeah. good too. It's really good. I listen to. I listened to this score as part of my um my uni like study music, so love it. Yeah, because it makes me think like I'm a sadistic bitch and I can smash out this assignment. She's the Joker. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, nothing can stop me right now. It's all part of my scheme. Like, <laughs> but so- is she really the Joker? Like, the Joker wouldn't let some street like rats rob her. No, blind. dude, she is so. Was it um white privileged? It's not even funny. And actually, I'm pretty sure this whole movie it 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 um it only shows Amy can only manipulate men because the only people that see through her are women. You got that white trash chick, yeah, right? and the cop at the end. Oh, but she she did chick. manipulate Noel, like the the friend, the best friend. Yeah, but shit, that was. But yeah, I think she brain. that doesn't count. She picked her because she knew she was manipul like manipulated. Yeah, she, said, manipulative. Well, she, knew, she knew how to pick the idiot, pick the uh, yeah, the, pick the uh, fool, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skin the fool. Skin the fool. <laughs> yes, I know you go on. No, uh, yeah, she had baby um, brain. That's why she but like, so easily. Well, that's such a good point. She probably is privileged. But I was like thinking this is a perfect example of like street smart versus book smart. Yeah. Like um, because these dumbasses really didn't have a plan. All they did was bust in and like just go ravaging yeah. through this shit. Yeah. They're like, like you, gotta, shit. you gotta really clean up the place. <laughs> yeah. And her shit was like meticulously planned for like months or was it a year and a half she planned this. Something, oh, God, was, yeah, ages. I think it was a year and a half because she mm. found out like a year ago or something. It doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but, yeah, well, and she, she celebrated. this, manipulates the law. Getting the golf, yeah. Yeah, she dropped the, the, bag, bag. the bum bag shit. That's not, yeah. that's not street smart. Why would you carry all that cash with you? Well, you wouldn't. I guess, but yeah. she didn't want to leave it in the hotel either, like if a cleaner could come in and like steal her shit. She should have buried it in the woods somewhere. <laughs> now, was yeah. she ever going to kill herself? Yeah, she, like, she really was. Really was... Never gonna go through with it because she had she... it like on multiple days. She's like, I'll take that one off. That one's still there. Like, oh, I feel like she's no. enjoying the show. 
Yeah, she moved it a few times, didn't she? Yeah. I think I she would have, and then just when... decided to wipe it completely. Because it was, well, then, anything, yeah, you, she's like, why should I have to win? Why should I have to be the one floating at the bottom of the river? If anything, though, if she went through with her plan, Nick would have died too. So it's kind of like the Joker, how Batman and the Joker have this big confrontation, like, you need me, like, you're the unmovable object, I'm the, like, unstoppable object, whatever the fuck they say. An unstoppable force meets an immovable object. <sighs> That's kind of like their relationship in a weird way. Mm. They kind of, like, butt heads and they love it. Well, actually, Ben Affleck was Batman too, so holy shit. <laughs> Crazy. Fucking hell. Why would he do that? Why would he be Batman? I'm still pissed off about that. What? Because it's big money. It's big fame. Yeah, but he did ruin all his momentum as well. I feel like an actor can only be one superhero. Like, he was Daredevil. Daredevil. Keep it as Daredevil. Well, that's your nostalgic speaking, Tony. Wait, was he? Oh, yeah, he was. He was Daredevil. Sorry, I had had Deadpool in my head. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He would be a terrible Deadpool. Um, Jennifer Garner's in that movie too. But, yeah. Tony, you're just your like little kid brain talking to you right now. My kid brain, yeah, saying like how much you like liked him as Daredevil. I actually should only get one superhero movie, you know, like one. Oh, Chris Evans had two, didn't he? Yeah, and then I think someone else that was like that entered into like the Marvel universe. Like he rang like a good friend that was also an actor, and he's like, "No way, man! Don't fucking you can't be like don't do a superhero movie. It's gonna be the end of your career. Don't fucking do it." And he's like, "I'm gonna do it," and then. <laughs> Obviously, the the Marvel universe is like huge, so it paid off. I'm but like, it. it can often be pretty shit. More mm, so if yeah. you're just a DC universe. Person. Yeah, I, I just thought he like he would learn his lessons. Like Ben Affleck was a huge star after Good Will Hunting. He made he wrote like his award winning screenplay, and then he's like, all right, I must do big budget movies, blah blah blah. And obviously, you picked the wrong projects. Like I think he what he made Daredevil, and then like the same year. Maybe a year later, he made one of the worst movies I've ever seen, Surviving Christmas. G- Have you guys oh, seen I that movie? I thought you were going to say uh, Geely, Geely, whatever I call it. Well, even he made that movie oh, too. No, like, I haven't. He made so many bombs. You think? Like, what about just Reindeer do, Games? Like, after he came back, how about just work for What about Phantoms? There's a bomb in Phantoms, yo. Yeah, but like the lessons you should have learned, like, all right, I'm only going to work for myself because I'm a good director or only work for, for other good directors. But then he decides well, to make good material too. Batman. Am I am I mistaken, or did he also have like a bit of a battle with like drugs and alcohol and kind of fell off after that? Maybe alcoholism. Yeah. Maybe okay. I don't really know that sort of stuff. All right, I'm not. He like, has gambling I'm... problems. He liked poker with Tobey Maguire and shit. <gasps> really? Did he? <laughs> I only found out yeah. about that the other day, and it like rocked what? my shit. Spider Man and Daredevil playing poker. Yeah, and then At they made point, a whole movie about like didn't someone kill themselves over it or something like that? Like they they made someone know, bet his whole life savings away. Probably, probably fucking psycho fucks. They got that that much money and fame. They probably like like to destroy the little man. Literally, the most um, epic poker games ever. High stakes. Yeah. Tony, I know what you would do, bro. Eventually, because you are married, uh, you got to find hmm. something more bouncier. You got to find a bouncier version. Oh, of don't apartment. even, don't even. No way, man. Don't. No. And found himself a newer. Younger, bouncier, cool girl. The problem with their relationship, they were they weren't really real to each other from the get go. They always just they weren't their facade. real selves. Yes, me and my wife have always been ourselves. You sure about and that? And we've always communicated too. <laughs> if we had an issue with it, if we have an issue, we talk about it. I feel like they just they just they don't they don't communicate at all because she should have went up to him straight away. Hey, you're cheating on me. What the fuck? And then ended no, the relationship. Bro, but- that's not her style. I'm saying that's why I don't think I'll ever do that. Well, my wife would never do that to mm. me. 
try to kill me. Or, yeah, try to kill me technically. But, yeah, fake her own death. Sorry. Yeah, mm. she wouldn't do that to me. But, I like, so. so Neil Patrick Harris, does he play like the perfect creep in this as well? Who? Neil Patrick no, Harris. No, I, I feel like he, I think that's the only one that might be miscasted. I think the, the yeah. whole cast is so good. This guy, no, I just see him as Barney He won me over. He won me over in this. Really? No way. No, no, no. I was, like, expecting, like, what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, you know, Barney, blah, 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 you know. But now I saw him, like, the way he like, answered the door and shit. Like, you little fucking creep. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Right. Ever since I found out that he is gay in real life as well, I'm, I've been like, "Wow, that's a gay man." Like, no, but like, think about back to what? how I met you. Like, think about to how I met your mother, and like, he's the straightest straight character that Playing ever straighted. And then yeah. it, once again in this, like, there's a very straight sex scene. Well, like, it's just I just go, oh, "He hates this. This is shit for him. He's not enjoying this at all." Like, I just he probably thinks he's lampooning it, like making fun of it. He's getting with his girlies. I don't I know. the trivia that they had a two-hour rehearsal, just those two alone <laughs> for the Yeah, because he's gay. Wow. Yeah, she's like probably felt free and like He's like, let me help you. <laughs> he probably he probably felt more uncomfortable. So how do I do did. this? <laughs> what? What do I do? But okay. So her evil stare, how on point was it? At which like, bit? At like all throughout? Like multiple parts. Yeah. There's so many parts. good stares in this. It's insane. Yeah. Dude, like, she's like, like a she cat, a like on like hunting. You know yeah. what I mean? She's looking for a yeah, prey definitely. kind of thing. And there's subtle the stairs too. Drink. Oh man, that's pretty she's crazy. So petty, bro. And the Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. I feel like for some reason, because the way I saw it, like she was like a master manipulator. Um, I feel like maybe he was like an experiment for her as well. Like maybe an experiment for herself, see if she can live like a married life. Or do you think because she kind of like followed the footsteps of her book, she had to get married or something? Because amazing Amy's getting fucking married. Amazing fucking Amy's getting fucking married. I think it was just that she ran out of money. She knew he had big money from when she dated him in school. And I think she probably figured that he was, like, easy to manipulate. And then once she got there and he had all these grand plans and, like, a fantasy already written out about, like, oh, they'll live in this chateau and, like, drink wine and eat cheese and all this shit. She was like, fuck. Like, it's not it's not going according to my script. And then, so that's why she had to end up murdering him. Because she was like, oh, he's not someone I can no, control. Whoa. What? What? No, I'm talking about the, that's about the Nick being the experiment, not this guy. Oh, what the hell? Well, I mean, well, still, still applies. I don't think so at all. I think she, he was a means to an end from the beginning. I don't think there was ever going to be a life with, life with him. No, no. Like, she was going to use him and abuse him and that was it. So we're talking about Desi. Desi, yeah. But, but yes. She but then, always, like, I feel like he was his, uh, she was his ace in the hole. Like She was like, all right, I'm going to have this guy as a plan B. What's an ace in the hole, Tony? Not ace in the hole. She, he's like the backup plan. My fallback like, plan, like the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, break glass in case of emergency plan. That's yes, plan B. Yeah, she just string him along for, for years, yeah, just in case. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. think in the case of Nick, I think, they they might have gotten married, both of them, with, like, best intentions, like, because they, they thought that, like, that was them. Like, they thought that magic, yeah. like, they were both putting on a show for each other. They thought that was real. And then once they settled in and got comfortable and, like, actually became their real selves, it was like, they hate oh, <laughs> this, this sucks. Like, we're not well, meant the- to be. We're poisonous for each other. Yeah. Well, deep down, like, her, she is a puppet master. 
deep down. That's why probably the puppets come into play with the stupid like guy hitting the, which is a pretty pretty good uh, joke. But um, yeah, she just likes to be in control. And of course, when she changes herself to be this cool girl who's not like you know supposed to be submissive, as you said, Jordan. I wax um, my pussy raw. <laughs> I wax drip my pussy raw. I drank canned beer watching Adam Sandler movies. I ate cold pizza and remained a size two. I should say that a lot of the stuff she says definitely punched up in a way that makes you listen in a weird way, like kind of like um, very blunt, and you're like, oh shit, she's saying like she's speaking like that, like that's not woman like, that's not. It feels more honest, yeah, yeah, it feels honest, but like also rude in a good way. Like I loved it, I liked the way it's sharp, but, yeah, it's sharp. Just like that. She talks like a man. Box cutter. <laughs> Spit, Spit like, like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Spit. Yeah, well, she does do a little Mississippi accent. Oh my god! And, uh, and how funny was it though? I fucking I ate that shit up. She's like the calm before the storm. I, I just fucking ate it up. Very street you, car. She made desire of accent. Have well, we you seen talk about her like the, in the interview? The actor Rosamund Pike. Yeah, she's in British. Right? Is she? But yeah, very yeah. British. You just hear hear a. You think. God, I, if I do this part, I get to sort of do everything. It's, it's, you know, it's being kind of every aspect of being a woman. You know, you get to express the thing that's alluring and the thing that's repellent and the, you know, the, you get to create a facade, you get to strip it down. It's, 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 it was, it's really exciting that, but daunting, absolutely. Um, and also you read the book and you think, when you're inside a character's head, how are we going to express this in a film script? How are we going to make that into action in a, in a scene? Uh, and that's the sort of mastery of, of Gillian Flynn, that she's done that with her screenplay, because, you know, it's so much easier, really, to understand a character when you can be inside their mind. She yeah. doesn't sound nothing like... It's crazy. She sounds so sophisticated, too. But it's crazy, no, but- that, like, the difference. She's a good actress. Interesting. Okay. I'm right, so it up. If you guys could pick one of the exes, who would you be? One of one of Desi, exes. man, and uh, Desi, bro, for sure. What a way to what a way to die <laughs> coming. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh, I'm not gonna. What, yeah, you... I'm not gonna be the. F- oh shit. Well, it's either like you you're a sex offender the... or you're dead. Yeah, sex offender. <laughs> or you're dead. Or um, you could be Nick Dunn and live in like her glare, uh, being fear for my glare. life. Yeah. I'm gonna go Desi life. then too, and like go out with a bang at least. Wow. Literally, <laughs> live rich. Go out of the bang. Yeah, so what was that guy's name? He got fucked over, like the sex sex crime uh, no. guy. Who was that guy? Oh, I, c- I can't remember. Yeah, but it was something. But yeah, he, was, he was weird the, too. Um, I love that, so, like, the, tie, the, the ties, like, what's something he didn't like about her. Like, oh, my God, she him those back. details. Yeah. Yeah. What, and then, like, Ben Affleck guessed it too. Like, sorry, Nick guesses it. He's like, the ties. Yeah, I fucking hate those ties. <laughs> But dude, that just also scary too. Like that happens in real life sometimes. Like I, I think it's very rare. But yeah. women, I think it's more like celebrities type or athletes, like a way to get power or maybe revenge. But yeah, it's very sad it actually has to come to that because especially when there's new like real shit going on, kind of like yeah, not good. Um, but everyone's a victim when it comes to that kind of shit. Well, not yeah, everyone, not the perpetrator, but like there's a lot of hurt people. Um, doesn't matter. Yeah, no, but that guy was fucked up. Like, I can't even get a fucking job. Eight years. I <laughs> can't a get a sex date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he played, he played guilty. Damn. Well, yeah. Which I think, oh, my God. You would have to. Think I fare well in prison? God damn. I wouldn't know what I would do eh, if someone did, like, accuse me of that. So funny. He was like, 
Yeah, well, she she came in and started going down on me, so I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, oh, sorry, no. sorry." <laughs> I'll put the actual quote. I'll put the actual quote in. I'll put a couple of, quote, yeah. of his quotes. In. That's something. Oh yeah, I've been unemployed for the last eight years because I have to write sexual offender on every job application. I'm on a neighborhood watch list because I have to register as a predator. I haven't had a date in almost a decade because if a girl googles me, Just, um, yeah. So we have Boyd so Boyd Holbrook as like the redneck, fucking um, uh, the guy from Narcos, right? Yeah, Narcos or the uh, Logan. Oh, he's barely in it. Yeah, he's like a little role, but he shines like talented. No, he's like all his right. Lead movies. I you know, didn't what? absorb it at all, but yeah, cool. I don't think he's anything cool. special. He oh, plays okay. a redneck man. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he he, well played... I mean, he does the redneck bit well. I guess it wears the money, sweetheart. Like that's like <laughs> it's Ain't, all right. On the line, you. I love the line, which is like he talked you into this. I talked him into it. Second you leave, I'm calling the cops. Your glasses are fake. Your hair's dyed all hamster. You say her name's Nancy, but you don't even answer to it half the time. You're hiding, and I don't know why, and I don't really care. But you ain't gonna call the cops. I don't think you've ever really been hit before. No! Legit. She knows she's not from around, like, she's not a redneck like them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, street smarts. Like, she fucking, boom. All they needed was that bit of money shown, and then she's like, "Yeah, she's prey." She mm. thinks about well, this thing. That, that's the confidence she has. She thinks she's like, you know, the master. She's the puppet master. So, kind of makes you wonder back when, like, they're watching like the um, TV as well. She's like, "Oh, I bet she's a bitch. I wish everyone would just say like she fucking sucked when she was here." That's one thing about it too. Like, she's not as good as she thinks she is. Like, she gets cheated on, and that sets these things in motion. Like, she was like an like, actual strong woman. Should like. You know, just dump him and move on. So yeah, kind of like she lets these little else. things. Yeah, like, like I'm saying, like she gets um these little things in life affect her, like things that really, if you were like a super intelligent being, you would like wouldn't even phase you. But like, don't forget, you like know? she just she gave away so much from like she's moved halfway across the country. They've used up just all her revenge. money, like to fund like just living after the recession. She well gave up years of her life like to be with him. There, there's quite much. a few yeah. things like I'd be kind of angry too that like wow really like we've I've invested like ha- like a quarter of my life with you half of my life with you and you've gone and found like mm-hmm. some random 21 year old and gone yep bingo so, it's all you over think, you think like the author's um intention was it to like give a commentary on like loveless marriages and how that people tend to just stay in them I, I think there was like a commentary yeah. there yeah absolutely like society, if society pushes him in there, or like they don't want to like they want to save face and just stay together. Yeah, and like, like there's weird like expectations that. around being married, and like you know, like oh, like the wife is like the nag, and like men have to do this, and then there's that weird expectation of like women have mm. to live for men. Well, because when she when she started the book, like the first part of the book she wrote was that cool girl monologue, and she was originally mm. just going to chuck it away, but so many people were like, no, this is like this is juicy, like this is this is real. She wrote the rest of the book around the cool girl monologue. So I guess that's where it started. That's what she's really talking about. She's talking about, yeah, that weird relationship between married couples. And, like, it's like a weird give and take. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a give-give and sometimes it's a take-take. And Tony's got the perfect marriage. So so, as far as we know, fingers crossed. Legit. We have a nice, honest relationship. Yeah, for a successful marriage chain, you want to be honest and you want to be able to communicate. I think there's two foundations of a a good marriage. 
Communication's key for yeah. sure. If you're not happy with something, you got to talk to him about it. Are you sure you don't just frame them for murder? I feel like he's talking to me like I'm doing something wrong in my life or something. Well, you bro, you lined up to get married in October. Like that's what that is. He's trying to extend an arm. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll have to re-listen to it and like actually take it in. How about that? <laughs> I'd probably be being preachy. So you know, it's funny too. I was watching like you know how she's in Desi's house, blah blah blah, and like he, how rich is he? Probably millionaire easily. Yeah, but I can't remember what house. he did. I can't remember why he was rich. Oh, I don't think it's important. Uh, I, it's, like, I think it's in the family. It's family's money. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I was just thinking to myself like, what's actually better about his house than mine? Like, I have a shower. I have a bed. Like, I could. <laughs> I got uh, one camera. Like seriously, like I, as long as I sleep and be clean, my life's like just as good as his. Why is that money? Why like materialistic? How can money? Ca- I prefer to be yes, crying right. in a limousine than crying in a in a gutter. Money <laughs> makes it a little bit easier. Well, yeah, that's pretty good. But having a nice house doesn't actually make your life better. That's all I'm trying to say. Bro, low key with like the big mansions and stuff, I just think. Wow, so you really have to walk down like three flights of stairs to just get to the kitchen or answer the front door. Yeah. And then you have to clean exactly. all that it's shit. Not, Ew. It's not functional. But having a lake house would be fucking pretty baller. And living like that would be pretty sick. But like it's not impressing me much. Like Shania Twain. Okay, so. Shania Twain. Yeah. <laughs> she, she she impressed me, Amy did, when like her plan, like when she first bit his lip, messed his hair up. So when he oh, walks out with the camera, he has to fix it all yeah. up. And then she like and she's- pours like the blood on her like Dress and like, you know, that's how bag. the kids like it. Uh, that's how the kids oh, so like it, Tony. <laughs> yeah, she's good. And when you first watch the movie, you're like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, it's it's like a question, what the hell? Yeah, like she's, then, yeah. And he's just so, but Neil Patrick Harris nails the expression, like, ooh, <laughs> like, you know, he's getting totally like played like a puppet. Yeah. I'm sorry, the puppet keeps talking up, but he's just like, ooh, he's into it, <laughs> but he's surprised, but he's into it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just like, I think he has like a bit of worrying, like, what's actually going on here? He doesn't care because it's like horniness takes over. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah any man would be point. like, screw it, let's do it now. That's what any real man would do. How crazy you know, would his post nut clarity points. have been? Oh, no, well, no. It was like, uh, yeah, true, actually. Literally, like, he, he came, had his throat split. Like, <laughs> she played. The post nut clarity would have been crazy. Off the charts. Midsummer, right? Midsummer, when he comes, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah legit. Done. It's so clear that he starts relations. running around through the field naked. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, ah. What was I going to say? Like, sorry. So imagine if that scene happened and he's got his throat slit, but it took a while to die. Like, and this is pretty quick. Well, if she's like, he's like fighting for his life and he had to shit. Oh, to, like, there's cuts in it, Shane. So you really don't know how long it actually took. Well, it'd be good if it, like, black. it was It was something that surprised her, maybe. Like, oh, shit, it's taking longer than usual. Like, see her, like, was he tied up? No, no. She is so calculated. She's, like, she's not, she's not yeah, surprised. Yeah, she at all. coordinated all that. I, I fast yeah. forward the scene, so I actually yeah. don't know what happened, really. But you got dude, it's such a good scene. I wonder how long it. It wouldn't take too long to bleed out, especially if it was his jugular vein, because that's like really high pressure. So, but all the blood's go. in his dick. <laughs> oh, do you know how long it takes to, to choke someone out? Usually, like to like strangle them to death. Kinda it's convenient. like fourteen minutes. Kind of convenient, yeah. right? Fourteen that's, minutes. That's you have to the- hold pressure over their windpipe, so you have got fourteen minutes to think about. Wow, I'm killing this person. Wow, I'm killing this person. Wow, I'm killing this person. Like, that's why, yeah, by murder by hand is like they go a lot more like a longer prison sentence. Uh, not necessarily. Actually, what are you talking about? I see people get choked out and they just like lose conscious consciousness. Yeah, lose consciousness, but then like the second oxygen hits back in their brain, they're like, <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps> shit. <laughs> yeah, no. So but, like, you got to really make sure that, like they die, die. 
I think I think if it was four two minutes of struggling, then that'll be Jordan's worse. thought about this before, to be honest. I like true crime. <laughs> That's your uh, window. <laughs> how long no, does it take to bleed out from a neck? Neck. Yeah, well, you Google slice. that. I'll go to Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Google's that. Five to, to fifteen Jordan's- seconds. If the yeah, that's all. What jugular vein is cut? So as I was saying, we'll go to Jordan's favorite segment. Who was the hottest actor in the film, male or female? Ben Affleck has a case. Rosamund Pike has a case. Um, obviously Emily Ratajkowski, and maybe even a bit of Kim Dickens, the, the girl who plays. It's gonna be the Amy. Got to be Rosamund mm. Pike. I feel like it depends on is your type. A- if you like a brunette, it's got to be the mistress. But if you like so a blondie, I'll, I shortlisted it. It's between Amy and Andy. Very close names. Maybe it's like a bouncier name or something. Andy, like Andy, Amy. Two bouncy names. <laughs> um, so, Tony, what do you think I would pick here? What do you think? Well, the obvious answer for a douchebag <laughs> would be Andy. <laughs> but for more and sophisticated Jordan? people, it would be Amy. I'm going to say Andy. Well, you guys are both wrong. You pick fucking Margot. It's- it was Amy. In the no, shower. it's Amy. It's Rosemont Pike. Okay. Only because what swung it, and it's got to sound a bit sexist of me, but when she plays the perfect housewife for Desi, like Desi's dream girl, and I was like, yeah, the shortish hair. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that's the winner right does there. Does he make her cut the hair? Yeah, Probably, he but- does. Remember, he says like, oh, yeah, you'll get back to the gym. You'll be the old Amy yeah, again. Man. You can color your hair. I've got your hair dye and tweezers. Like he just yeah, wants her to be pretty there. again after she's been through yeah. her trauma. Desi's dream girl. But the thing is, yeah, actually, that's it makes it all even more sick that, like, as far as Desi knows, that she's been through this fucked up situation, living on the streets, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, he just wants to husband. own her. Yeah. 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 He's like, start losing weight, suppose, But she, cura- she created him. She created that version of him. Of Desi. To manipulate him that yes. way. Yeah, she created that version of Desi, and that's what she got. Yeah. That's why I like to see it. that. What? You guys don't think so? No, no, I can see that. Yeah, she probably would have crafted it and been like, this is what I enjoy in a man, like when they dated in high school. Do you know what I mean? It would have probably like been Yeah, but formulative. the 20 years getting strung along, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, with the, the letters and stuff and her being letters. like, yeah, I love um, symphonies yeah. and poets and, whatever and shit. He's, whatever yeah. she's saying, he's like molded this mind. Like, and she was like, oh, anytime you want it, if I wasn't married, blah, blah, blah. And shit like that. Whatever she says is obviously affected and he's like obsessed in a fucked up way because it's his demise. But I don't know. Um, I think she was wearing like the whole scene we talk about, like pluck your eyebrows, like get your old self. You feel like your old self, um, even though it's like the stairs he's making. That's why I like Neil Patrick Harris in this. He actually like is threatening in a good way. Like I didn't even notice it the first time. Like it is, you do see him have power over her, which I didn't even. I missed all that. I just was. To- I don't know how I missed it the first time. But um, she was wearing like a little fat suit in that scene too. Do you guys notice that? I thought she gained the the weight herself. No that's way she gained the weight. That. I think it was yeah. on the IMDb. Yeah, well, well he I knows that's that true. Shit. But yeah, I think that's she right. gained the weight, Shane. Mm. Which we find though, like, she couldn't fake a murder, so she resorted back to faking a rape. Like, how fucked up is she? <laughs> she couldn't even do it. That's what I'm saying. She's a quitter, bro. She's not as good as you guys think. <laughs> she killed okay. for love, man. But, like, it's also the scene where she does get, she's covered in blood. She totally, like, planned that too, like, to be come home to her husband, all yes. the cameras there. Oh, yeah, stumble home like that, and then. Drastically yeah. faint, like, yes. oh. and he's yes. like, "You fucking." And then she had the bitch. blood. <laughs> you fucking bitch. 
Yeah, she's got the mud on when she talks to the cops. Yeah, she didn't wash it off Mm -hmm. until she came home. Is that like a scene in Basic Instinct where she's like using like these buzzwords like, what's she say? And they're like, oh, he shaved me. And the guy's like, ooh. (laughs) Because, like, it makes him feel uncomfortable. It's too intimate. When she talks to him. Yeah, say too intimate, but they, and they, all the male officers are like, "Whoa!" Like they, they don't want to probe. They just want to like end, yeah, get any, like, the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, it's a tricky scene. Well. Yeah. yeah, in this, like the only one being like kind of rational about the whole thing and trying to ask like the right questions is Detective Booney, and everyone's kind of like shutting her down and being like, "Shut up!" And it's kind of frustrating to watch. <laughs> like when the, the other yeah, detective's yeah. like, "We'll cut it off there." Like, yeah, it's it's frustrating. Because she knew it was fishy from the start, but, like, she's obviously not going to get her way, especially in that situation, like, where she's, like, all fucked up in the wheelchair and, like, in the in the hospital. But anyway. Your theme is strong women, and there's, like, a couple of strong women in this movie too. Oh, yeah, Detective Booney's Booney's definitely one, for yeah, sure. And, Margot's and one. So competent. If you want to yeah. count that Maggie or whatever that chick is, Greta. Redneck version, I can't remember her name. And even Andy, she was strong enough to like stand up and like tell everyone Nick's a bastard. And snitch on him. I was used. <laughs> yeah, she did snitch on in him. The, in the book, like she goes to break up with him and is like, I can't, she's like, I can't believe you've like done this shit. And he tries to stop her from leaving and she bites his face. Do you think like she's just oh, like, she a, a obviously she's just a weak actress, but do you think like they had more in it for her? But they're just like, no, nah, we'll just give it at least like minimum words as possible, have her on TV because no one really knows how to act on TV. Anyway, so it kind of like pays off for the actress. Yeah, do you think like she, her role got reduced from well, her being cast? Nah. I don't know. He apparently shot like five hundred hours of film. What? So I wouldn't be surprised if like Are you joking? Oh no, because probably the retakes. I think he's notorious for like shooting the things multiple times. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, maybe, but there might have been a couple deleted scenes in there that kind of fleshed her probably. out a bit more. Or... Oh, he would have. She would have got cut to the shit house. I must guarantee. Well, that. kind of same with um. Nick's dad isn't mentioned at any other part in the movie, really. Like, he shows up at the police station and then that's it. So, I wonder if, like, there's a deleted scene there, too, like, where his dad's fleshed out a bit more or something. Oh, I suppose, like, his dad's house, they had to establish that he had a crazy dad that doesn't live at home anymore. Mm. Eh, The editing in this is top-notch, too. There's a couple of... I can't remember the scene. I should have wrote it down. There's, There's one cut and I was like, okay, they definitely saved that in the editing room. Like, made it more effective. I can't remember what it was. I, I should have wrote it down. It just really started out to me like, yeah, this was like saved in the editing room. Like multiple scenes were like, well, not, I wouldn't say saved, but improved in the editing room. Because obviously the story is like forward, back, different perspectives, blah, blah, blah. It just blended so well. So give props to the um, editor. And I might even give him an honorary Oscar. Who knows? Oh, oh be- okay. Before we get the hottest chick, Shane, who was the winner out of the three movies? Oh, okay. Oh, good question. So, first movie was Midsummer. Florence, yeah, Florence is a cutie. I think I voted for Andy in that. So, there's two Andys, isn't there? I didn't get I I didn't, Florence was the you winner. Got, you oh. chose the British chick, right? So, she's out. So, and I got, did I pick Joe Lee? Surely. I can't remember now. I mean, she, once again, she's like the only <laughs> chica baby in that movie, pretty much. Well, if I, well obviously, that, that wins by the fault if I can't remember the other person I, that won. And in this, Rosamund Pike. Oh, damn. I feel like the, the quality of the movie is going to take over, and I'm going to go. Rosemond Pike is right. the winner. This this well. theme, strong women and the strongest woman won. You hear? But the most resilient woman was Angelina Jolie, and the most impressionable woman was Rosemond Pike. All right, I respect that. That's a very critically analyzed hotness scale. Um, 
it was cool. So pretty much we're towards the end of the, the climax, which is like the aftermath. You could write. Do you guys like the headings and all like the t- scenes like two days after, twenty one days before? Do you guys like yeah, that? Two like days gone. Yeah, it helps yeah, you kind of yeah, keep home. up a bit more. I think it's a good way to do it. Instead of saying like maybe too wordy, I think it's like a good way to word it. Was that like chapters in the book? Was it the same thing? Yeah, that's the. They were all the titles of the book, like of the chapters. Yeah, so, and it just so say like it say Nick, and then it'd be like two days missing. And then it it would oh, cool. for Amy it'd be like Amy five days gone like ooh and then like I towards like, the oh. end it's like oh five weeks home so yeah it's a good way to do it oh and I think the di- so, I think the diary entries the diary entries are just dated for Amy did you guys notice how she had different types of pens as well yeah like, they're so kind of like, space it book. out yeah fake just shows it like how much um patience she had doing it all too yeah. I need at least 300 entries. <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> She's way too smart for me, eh? Oh, but that, too- one thing I didn't like is, like, that whole fake burn shit. Like, the cops should have had a red flag massively. Like, fuck, bro. They He's sort of did. They could have sort of questioned it, but that's go crucial, with, like, the evidence. crucial evidence. All the evidence it. pointed to Nick. You better off just, like, burying it somewhere. Like, if I was her, like, you better <laughs> instead of half burning it. it. No, because he took it. He was meant to burn it. Nick. I know, but like, it's better having a hiding spot than a fucking burn. But like, then the, the white question, like, why would I keep it? I don't know. It's it's pretty crazy. I don't know. Um, but that's like little nitpicks. And like, I do like how most movies would go like, oh, she'll just fake her murder. Like, you know, fake a body. Like, it's just, I'm glad they didn't go that route because it would probably be hard as fuck and like unbelievable to fake a body. Like, this Absolutely. is perfect. Was she always going to be missing, was she? No, uh, she's going to kill like herself and obviously tip off the cops where her body was going to be uh, before she kills herself. In the bottom mm. of the ocean or something. And she'd be like, oh, there's a mysterious thing over here. And then she would have Was herself. it the lake or the ocean? I can't remember where she was going Mississippi like, River. So I think, she, I think she even oh, thought that like she might just wash up kind of thing. And oh, I hope so. Yeah. Mm. Which well, is kind of crazy. Like so. I like how, like, how committed she is. Though. Um, yeah, so the shower scene. She's like... Oh, Blaine's like, go to the shower. So she doesn't even trust him. Let's have a wire. Even though it's even beyond Nick's, like, comprehension, which would be a smart thing to do. But, yeah, she, that shows you how, but, like, more protective she is now. Like, maybe she's more, what do you think she's like now? Like, way more, like, uber planned or, like, precautious? Like, in her marriage? Like, in her life now. She has to be so careful now. Well, like yeah. I mean, she still came back and was calculating because think about it. Like, she knew that. Nick would be shitty about her, like, you know, trying to, like, make him seem like he murdered her. So she's like, oh, baby time. I've got to sort that out. In the book as well, (laughs) she poisoned herself with, um, what's that, what's the icy stuff? Like, it's in, like, the the blue, no, the blue stuff that's in, like, freezer, like, oh, antifreeze. Like in bad myth. She she poisoned herself with antifreeze, made herself throw up, kept the throw up in a jar, and was going to use that as what? evidence if he ever tried to be like, I fucking hate you, I'm leaving you. She was going to be like, I think he actually did try to kill me and like pull out the, the antifreeze bomb. The fuck? She, she thought Always ahead that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's anyway, crazy. So, good body by Affleck, surprisingly. For some reason, I thought it was way pudgier, but he actually had a pretty good rig in this. He's, he's, he's prepping um, for Batman. It was, it was before Batman, yeah. He's prepping yeah, for two it. years. Yeah, he got to throw. See how buff he was in Batman? Actually, true. They probably cast yeah, yeah, 2014, 2015. It was that. He was Vulcan, bro. He looked good. Um, she looked good too. It was just good though when she like she gets tucked in by him. 
She's like, <laughs> what she say to him? Like, oh no, does he mention the baby? Like, were you ever pregnant? When he, and she says, like, I can be. And that was like, I, that line stuck with me. Like, that's fucking cold. Literally. Like, he's like, <laughs> he like, you know how much it meant to him. That's what's also good about this character too. Like that that question, it shows you like how much, and it also pays off like almost instantly when she actually becomes pregnant. How much like that was like a weak point for him, I guess. Yeah, not a weak point, but like a strong point for humanity for him. Like he was, I don't know, selfless in a weird way. What do you think about that? Tony? you like that line when he said that? Yeah, like she knows exactly what he wants, and like this is like this is the best card for her to play now too. Like once you have a baby in this, then you're you're really mine. And how people say it, you have a baby to save a marriage too. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. It doesn't well, say not marriage. save. Well, it holds a marriage hostage, really. I mean, you could say that as well. Like when people actually have a married a baby to save a marriage as well, like in real life, if a couple is struggling and they're like, "Fuck, this could fix it," it kind of like yeah, it I don't know, makes it's it harder. Dark saying that you have to depend on each other even more after a baby. I know that, but some people don't think ahead, Tony. And then, like, they, much uh, to the sadness of the child later in life, usually. But mm, anyway. That's true. <clears throat> I, I was just remember, right. remember when I said, like, one of the things that made the cops uncomfortable. My husband would be on death row, and I'd be tied still. Spread eagle. Miss Dunn. Spread eagle. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. yeah like, let's just say, like, it was a good question by Kim Dickens, and she's just like, Why do you I don't buy know, a gun? Hard to recall. When I was tied up, spread eagle. <laughs> what? Mm. What was that, sorry, Tony? Oh, yeah, buy the gun. That's right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, why do you buy a gun? Yeah. yeah. Why do you want a gun? And, and then, then, what's the other question? So then- why do you care? <laughs> no, uh, he says, like, how did she get a box cutter if she was tied up? Oh, for real. But how likable was that other officer, though? I reckon he was like, such a likable, like, figure in the movie. What, the little sidekick like, you know, for her? down to earth, sidekick. He was so cool, but he was like obviously like a pu- another puppet. Like he was just like he was like the um the surrogate for like what the the crowd's doing. You know? Yes, like, yeah, pe- people view him. Yeah, how people view the whole situation. He's just like the window for that. Yeah, totally. Um, so Tony, you have this scene, or Enjoyed. We have this scene how he tucks around, and then it gets mimicked when she tucks him in. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You know you can sleep in my bed. Oh, bro, <laughs> that shit. She got me, bro. Yeah, she's so good. That's why she deserves the Oscar, big time. Hundred percent. Just because yeah, it's like do. she's just walking around a house. Or is it the score? And is it like Ben Affleck's acting? I reckon he stood so suburb. Like I totally missed that as well. So Neil Patrick Harris, and even you can say Tyler Perry too. He was really good in this as well. Like he brought levity. He brought like a different rhythm that kind of like like amped up for the movie too. Like his scenes were like so fun. Like yeah, it was you like, watch a, a good change spin-off of pace. TV show with him. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Good, like a grounded character. Like you, you know what kind of movie he's in, big time. I reckon he did so well. Margot, top notch. Loved her. As I said, you guys didn't really get her role in the movie, but I think crude essential to the, the Nick Dunn's character. Do you like so, Margot more because she's a twin? Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, yeah. There's a lot of twin sis fucking talk in. This oh yeah. Sis. How weird is it, bro? But I mean, realistically, that's exactly what the media would do. As well. Yeah, well, that's what he did with Joe Libro and her cousin or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <They were> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, the media are fucked. And it's like, I think, I think media's lost its punch, hasn't it, now? Oh, <sighs> social media probably. Like, I think internet. Like the like news, you punch. mean the news itself? Like, like the, the whole, like, remember like growing up when I was, yeah, I used to always take a shit and grab one of mum's magazines 
And it was always like new idea or like, <laughs> and it's being like, Kate Middleton's pregnant, and like, yeah, yeah. it's all this bullshit. I just, for some reason, I don't know why I grabbed those magazines, but you didn't have a phone in your hand. You mate, loved them, bro. You loved them. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, I didn't have a phone. Never phone in my hand, and if I had a phone, the internet's probably too slow back then. You probably just load like just text. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I need to know so, like what's going on in the goss. It's probably why so Tony. Was- actually, it's a good point. I know you did the exact same thing, Tony. It's probably why we're so embedded in like actors' names and like yeah, maybe. what was going on in their lives briefly. Well, well, I wasn't really I interested know, in that. What was more interested in like what movie they're gonna be in next? Like I was, I don't really care about the personal life. <laughs> Here we go, honest. bro. You always tell me about like. Like Andrew Tate and shit, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, I was thinking about the best villain performances of 2010s. Cause this is like, I think it's number one on the list. But I, I thought um, three you other it down ones. down 10 years, Tony. Go 10 years. Well, yeah, the last 10 years. 2005 to 2015. No, we'll go, 20, we'll go to 2013 and 2023. These are the other three performances no, I can no. think that are. So right, one's, one's a, a mentor, one's a racist, and one's a clown. Can you do the villains? Oh, the best villains oh I, I know. Like Heath Ledger is one of them. No, he's not because it's not 2013. 2013. Well, oh, my bad. Sorry. 2023. So, well, he's obviously years. got a little trick question. Sorry, y'all. So, Joker was like a comedian, Tony? <laughs> a villain, mate. <laughs> it's a villain. Well, you, all right. Yeah, when did Suicide Joker, Squad come out? Well, a clown. No, it's not that. Well, so you I, said I, Joker, not a clown. So, a clown would obviously be... Jared Leto from Suicide Squad. Yeah. That's one of the best forces I've ever seen. Huh? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, All right, so, so what the racist are would be Leonardo DiCaprio from Django and Chain. Oh, uh, yeah. Great good performance. Yeah, extremely racist. Yeah, that's yeah up there. And that's the mentor that's good, good. would be uh, Whiplash, J.K. Simmons. Really good yes. performance in that one, too. Yeah, but that's uh, yes. Yes and no. He can. What? I can't wait to do Whiplash on this podcast because I got a lot of thoughts about that character. Yeah, he's a great villain, man. I would love to watch that movie. I'd love to watch that movie. I think. Have you never seen Whiplash? No, not yet. I've oh, seen man. really good things. So pick it. Yeah. Pick it for her. Oh. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah, okay. Maybe later. But we should. Um, so what was that? What was the third one, Tony? I've only said three. Gone Girl, baby. Wait, what was it? Oh, the three. Nice. Uh, <laughs> no, well, so how would you rate them, Tony? How would you rate them? Who's the well, best? Well, I think my favourite performance of all of them would be Rosen Pikes. J.K. Simmons. Then probably J.K. Simmons and then J.K. Simmons shits all over her. And then unfortunately Leto's last. Know, actually, they're, all, they're Aww, three top Leto. two performances. All right, Tony. Okay. Are they better? Mm-hmm. And I'm, talk- I'm talking about the villain category, not probably not like fun role. Are they better than No Country for Old Men villain? But that's, that's out of the date, mate. But I think I prefer- I'm just saying. I just want you to compare them to. That's what I was thinking. I want. To, I want you to keep 2007 in the range. But what did you think? <sighs> Is he the best villain of Bardem, the 2000s? Pikes. Yeah, Bardem. They're yes. such different characters, though, man. Yeah. Well, I think I'm more scared of Bardem's character. So I can. I feel like I with uh, Amy Dunn. Like it, I don't think she would, she would target me at all. But with probably target my dams, like I could just walk past him and I could be a victim of his, you know. (laughs) That's actually a good point. That is a good point. Call it. Call it. (laughs) Fuck, I love that movie. Um, No, okay. That was a really good, fun game. You're probably right. I can't think of a villain. There hasn't been too many great villains in the 2010s Mm. that I can think of, which is actually a shame because it probably is probably one we're missing. 
Um, and the problem is, it's because of comic book movies, bro. That's a problem. Yeah, what yeah. Thanos like, was like the biggest villain of the 2010s, yeah. Which is, he's not a bad villain, but only because it's like it's grandeur. They boosted like, him up so much. Universe. Yeah. Yeah, and he's still not the menace and everything. He doesn't scare you. Like, so he gives a fuck about it. Actually, that. I'm a, I'm I deathly know. afraid of the color purple. So, yes. <laughs> the movie, not the, not the, not the actual. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it reminds so, me of the movie. <laughs> so now she's got the power, blah, blah, blah. Like the end, like the start, when she goes to this town. Do you think she felt like powerless in like the suburban town? Yeah, probably starting from scratch, having no friends, like all mm-hmm. like the like mum friends would be very clicky and like she would have thought like, oh, everyone's like hicks and they're simple because they live in the country. Like she just would have felt like no one was on her level, I reckon. Okay, what would happen to Nick once she got bored? Oh. God knows. <laughs> She would. She'd get her own gonna male hate mistress. Could she ever murder him? Like, was the media attention? She'd yeah, do it so he looked like he right? died, bro. Suicide. Or are they destined <laughs> for eighteen years together, or whatever? Yeah, she'd make it look Depends like how much just fun passed. she's having, right? Was it? Tony? No, no, it's hard. It's a hard question to answer. Last question, then we'll go to the final thoughts. Is this the best book end for a movie? Like best start finish, like bow ribbon. Yeah, with the head turn. The head, like, similar shots, similar, yeah. like, yeah, sayings. Yeah, it's, it's memorable. Two I different, can't t- think of totally two movie. different meanings. No, it's like little bookends. Right. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah but I'm sure movies have done this before. So um, whenever we I get another movie... One. Doesn't Six Day do that, bro? Oh, yeah, guess what I found Six out day. too, Tony? <laughs> recently. Back through the whole, whole movie. Yeah, Yeah, guess what I found out recently about Six Day? What? Michael Rappenport hates that movie and he thinks it's a piece of shit. What? How do you know that? He Was said it in his, his own podcast. He's like, fuck this movie. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> oh, that's so disappointing. When I, got, when, I, when I got on set, I knew it was a piece of fucking shit. They told <laughs> me like, they told me to read the lines. Like I, I was there, like Bill Burr was talking to him um, and I was just talking shit and he's like, yeah, I was trying to like, improvise, like not read what's in the script. I was like, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> I was Schwarzenegger. He was a professional, but it's a piece of shit. It was very pretty funny. Um, anyway. Man, I love um, that movie. Six Day, we might like that little tidbit. Um, anyway, so that's why, that's why Fincher has never worked with Rappaport because he knows he doesn't listen, right? Well, Fincher's never worked with Arnie, bro. Yeah, true. Has Fincher ever done a comedy? It's just so funny, man. Has Fincher and um, Christopher Nolan, right? I reckon they're very much in the same vein. Who do you think's the bigger director, Tony? Like, obviously, the better director is um, Fincher. I reckon Fincher's way more respect from actors. I reckon the best mm. performance is when you're in a Fincher movie. You get real good performance from him. A little bit Nolan, heavily, like he cares. Heavily. Like he's more, he's more spectacle than anything. Oh, actually, true. Yeah, he's like a kind of like got a ceiling on his movies. Hey, like sort of thing. It doesn't ever get too out of this world. Like everything seems grounded. Yeah, Fincher. Yeah, but even the game, even the game's like pretty hectic movie. But everything seems like it could happen. Kind of like a realistic type view of it. It's pretty yeah. good actually. Like his movies, everything seems realistic compared to like Nolan's like fucking around with all this dumb shit. I don't even like why I always bring up Nolan, but. I feel like these two are very similar. They're around the same time. Do you even care about Nolan, Jordan? I mean, wait, remind me. I know we watched a Nolan movie. Remind me what he directs. Inception. Inception. The Dark Knight. Memento. Yeah, okay. So, Probably. yeah. There's a lot of bangers. Like, yeah. yeah, massive bangers. So, I mean, I enjoy the movies that he has directed, yes, but I, I haven't, like, analysed his, like, techniques or anything like yeah. that. You know what I mean? He's, so. He is great, but I feel like he gets material... I oh, know he just lost it. He needs to keep it simple. 
like keep it a lot simple. Sorry, but he needs to stop reaching so hard, like trying so hard. I should say. Like, like, I, I feel like he's always movie. trying to top himself. Like you've you've done yeah, it, that's right. Dark you've made yeah, a just chill out, cruise along. Yeah, you could you could never make a social network movie. I tell you what, you never though, know. You don't never say never. Oppenheimer looks interesting. Yeah, it does only because of old mate. Anyway, so Slee let's Murphy. go. Uh, so, Slee Murphy. Uh, let's go. Final thoughts. Jordan, you can go first since it's your pick, and this is an awesome pick. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, yeah. Thanks. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks. Thanks for. I didn't for... fall asleep this time. <laughs> well, thanks for enjoying it, much like I did. Uh, final thoughts are that it's a brilliantly made film. You know, it's it's a two hour long masterpiece that is paced very well. Brilliant score, brilliant main actors, brilliant story. Leaves you on the edge of your seat, um, disturbs you and entertains you. Definitely a movie worth a million rewatches. And uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. 10 out of 10. So you watch again. You oh, watch it again a million times. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Um, I was just looking at the poster too. Do you guys know there's Amy's eyes in it? Huge. Yeah, up in the clouds, right? Yeah. Yeah, up in the clouds. I didn't even notice that until now. Watching him coordinating things. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, Tony, you want to go? Do you want me to go? No, I can go. Uh, My top three Fincher movies. So, I think it's Fire Club, The Social Network, and then Gone Girl. They're my top three. Oh, Seven's not up there? Uh, Seven's maybe four. uh, Maybe tied third. I don't know. Maybe it's a mood thing. I I haven't watched a movie in a long time. But uh, what about that time when we saw when we saw growing up Kevin Spacey? Another great villain performance too. Fincher knows what he's doing. Another moment of like one of the best moments in cinema. Yeah, okay, maybe that's number two then. (laughs) (laughs) No, number seven is obviously seventh in my ranking because I'm like that. Yeah, this movie, I love it. Uh, Rosen Park's performance is astounding. Uh, the thing about this movie is after, even, even though it ends you still want more it's one of those movies like it's sort of open ended but you still want more of the story and you really don't want the movie to end that's why that two and a half hours feels like it's an hour because you're having such a good time I'll give it a yeah. 10 out of 10 we'll definitely watch it again bang perfect this is like a tale of two movies so you get your first half and then the second half is like flips all over its head brilliantly constructed not much more we can say about Rosamund Pike. Ro- Rosamund Pike? I don't know how you pronounce it. She won the Hottest Chick Award from the theme, so she got her accolades finally. Um, yeah. Ben Affleck, Neil Patrick Harris impressed me more than ever. So rewatches is a must. It's one of those movies where you will pick up little details over and over and over again. Yeah, and the story just carries you away. And the performances from her. Like, you might every time you feel like it's going to drag a little bit, she's on screen. Even like doing a little funny accents and shit, she's still fucking good to look at. Um, anyway, we'll watch again. Yeah, <laughs> not a sexual way, just like a like a entertained way. Um, yeah. So Oscar picks. I'm gonna go first and give mine to. <sighs> I know you got to give it to her anyway, so I'm gonna give mine to director David Fincher, just sort of constructing the story and the way they revealed it. And I think the book was adapted brilliantly, even though the writer of the book also wrote the screenplay too. Yeah. So that chick did really well, Gillian Flynn. She yeah. killed it. All right, what are you guys giving it to? Oh, I'll give it to Rosen Pike. That's yes. that <laughs> for sure. She could not She could not, not have one, eh? Yeah. She had yeah. to have one. All right. It's good when you don't waste a pick. <laughs> Probably one of my favourite female performances of all time, I think. Yeah, you it's said sexy, that. sexy, scary, um, 
Sexy. <laughs> Who's sexier, Tony? Sharon Stone in oh. Basic Instinct or her in this? Ah. Uh, Sharon well, Stone. Well, actually, thinks- you can guarantee Sharon Stone uses sexuality way more than Amy Dunn yes, does. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think I've, I've talked about enough how good her performance is. Just the subtleties that she can do with just one look. She says so much. She really impressed me. It just sucks she hasn't had a, another big movie like this. She had a TV series after the movie and I was like interested in it. Kind of just fell underneath like the radar. Like no one really talked about it. She kind of like got relegated back to TV. TV star sort of thing. Yeah. It kind of sucks. You just need the right role. It just shows you just like you just need the right role. And you can just knock it out of the park. Because I think Reese Witherspoon produced this movie, and she was gonna, she was planning to play the role of Amy. Oh, thank God! But um, thank I think God. she once Fincher took over, he's like, all right, this is the direction I want to take, and she's like, um, and they can pull this she off. She can't. She couldn't. She could not pull it off. Yeah, she's not well, calculated she's honest, enough. She, she produced too... the movie. She's like, she's still. I think she. Yeah. Think she might have birds right to it too, like for the, to the part. She's like, she gave it up. It was good. I just wanted to mention this before we get too far. You know, Missy Pyle, the girl who plays Ellen, the news reporter chick. Yeah, she's off Home Alone. I only found Home Alone. F- yeah, but three, I'm right? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she's in. She's. I just found this out recently. She's. She's a girl in um, Dodgeball. Ye- Wait, Fran. The girl oh, like yeah. the monobrow, and the um the uh, messed the up news teeth. chick. The, oh the news yeah, chick. yeah 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 yeah. The more white trash yeah, news she's, chick. Yeah, Wait, she's what? in like Dodgeball. Yeah, she's she's, she's like, the, like the, she's the, like the female purple cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Why are you staring at me? <laughs> yeah. She's a good actress. Yeah. She's an amazing actress. She's got range. She got, oh, That's, uh, yeah, sort of. Jordan's Oscar pick, I'm guessing. i got to go with yes, um Jordan, score picking? because I love uh, the yes. score. I love the score mm-hmm. so much. Fincher's movie, as you said before, is social network reminiscent, obviously, because the same composers. But, yeah, it's kind of like very Fincher. Yeah. I wonder who do the score in seven. I'm actually curious about that. You guys keep talking. Did you but did you know that um Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, like the duo that did the score, band, they're right? also Yeah, they're in nine inch nails. Did you guys ever listen to Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> nah. Oh, okay. well, what else do they can what else do they compose? Do they compose any other any other of his works? Yeah, um Social Network Which, and I don't know what else other than that though, really. I'm sure one of the Jacqueline two thousand had a nine inch nails song for sure. Do you reckon? They did Girl that with a Dragon shit. Tattoo as well. Watchmen. Yeah, so the so the guy who scored seven has been like a major he did Twilight. <gasps> Wait, Carter eclipse. Burwell. No, the eclipse, like the last one. Oh no man. His name's Howard Howard Shaw. Howard Shaw. Bro, yeah, did he's he still do, he's um, the fly? He's done a lot of Cronenberg films, Tony. I think he done The Fly. So he's Silence of the Lambs, done The Fly. Yeah. Bro, this guy's one of my favorite people. Dead Ringers. Yeah, I remember. Silence of the Lambs. The Fly's such a good score as well. Mrs. Doubtfire, Philadelphia. Dude, this guy's an amazing p- producer, like a composer. Composer, yeah. He did Seven, Ransom, Copland, The Game, Crash, Existence. Fuck me dead. He's like a, look him up. He's done so many good movies and big Hollywood hits. But he definitely, I think he's worked with Cronenberg on all of his movies, Tony, too. Mm. That's no, pretty hectic. must be Canadian, too, or something. I think that, yeah, this guy's amazing. Um, sorry, I'm glad I looked that up. He's from, he's Canadian-born, by the way. He did Lord of the Rings, too. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Um, all three. Damn. Mm. Obviously. Nothing I want to mention that's actually, but every Cronenberg is one I Do you like Lord of the Rings Even did that? Like, they did three movies back to back to back? 
Yeah, I love that. Or do you prefer like the Harry Potter approach? Yeah, like every movie has a different feel. Fuck Harry Potter. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I should like Harry Potter. I shouldn't. Before before we uh go into um our next movie, mm. what's your favorite Harry Potter? <laughs> you should know the answer. Chamber of Secrets, right? No. Prisoner of Azkaban. The one that my one other boyfriend's in. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I got it. No, but he fire. dies in it. It's like it's devastating. I skipped that bit. Like much you like serious? your That's wife skips you the like end it. of Titanic. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> is that the only reason you like it, Jordan? Oh no, it is pretty good too. Because think about it; it's like a crossover between the Hunger Games and Harry Potter. Well, true fans know you like Christopher Columbus, OG um, Richard Harris, Dumbledore. which is Dumbledore, and Basilisk, and the spiders, and that guy who's like really a nerd who directed Thor. What's his name, Tony? Kenneth uh, Branagh. Kenneth Kenneth Branagh. Um, yeah, that means got everything. What the hell does fucking Goblet of Fire have? Just Robert Patterson. That's and excitement too, and the dance scene. Thank you. Is, is, that, is that when baby Voldemort rocks up is in Goblet of Fire? Yeah, and it, that's so funny. Like, think yeah, about how so funny scary. that is. Funny? Why is that funny? Because it, look, it looks like a little, he looks like a little rat, nah, like drowned rat. Too bony. Fetus. Too bony like Nick, that shit. That'd be like Nick Dunn's and Amy Dunn's oh. baby. Because <laughs> it's poisoned by evil, kind of thing. Or it could be poisoned by that um, antifreeze. Could have deformed the baby. So we do our next. What's the next pick? Who gets the next pick? Yeah. I mean, um, no, we already got the next pick. We already recorded it. Oh, do you want to do that one? Uh, huh. It's up to you. Or do you want to do a whole that new one? theme? Or should we do Whiplash? Tony? It'd be nice, but no pressure. If she's never seen it before, but I don't know. It's like. Such a small scale movie, but yeah, we can do, we can talk about that for probably an hour. Yeah, but Shorty might like it. <laughs> Shorty might want to pick that one. Nah, fuck Shorty. Should we do our, yeah. so, uh, our three what? uh three Harry Potter movies? Our, fa- our favorites. We can. We can do that too. When can we do the rest of Twilight? That's all I'm going to ask. Fuck nice. Yeah, we can do three. I prefer That's to right. cover three Harry Potter movies than bloody three Twilight movies. No, okay. Maybe we get old. It's kind of hard to do that. How about we do a Harry Potter movie? A Twilight movie and another franchise movie, what, like Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, the or favorite Star Wars? of the Tony. franchise. Yeah, just do that. The favorite of the franchise. Okay, deal. So, yeah. Okay, Tony. I was thinking one, two, three. So Harry Potter one, Twilight two, and Blade three, or something. In those. That's good because like, that kind of works with like Twilight having put been put out. Do you know what I mean? So like we can like do <laughs> it in like <laughs> a, a chron- chronological moon. order. Yeah, I think it's time to do New Moon, right? You'll love it because there's the werewolves in it. I, I think the no, sun they, is they setting and the moon is like rising. Giant wolf men. Yeah. Well, like all it. right. So that'll be a fun one for the uh, next listeners. We'll do Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Slay. Um, well, they're going to guess the second movie. And then the third movie, we'll have to come up with our, f- our favorite third movie. I know what it is. I already know what it is. Can is I it Wild you? Things 3? Wild no. Things 3? Can I, can I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Back to the Future, part three. That'd be fun oh. to talk about. Oh, that's a good one. Is it a good mm. one? I don't know. Yeah, it's good yeah. to talk about. Maybe we should go. Okay. I think we should do a third movie, Tony. That's like, because I want to do Back to the Future in order, like Back to the Future part one, one two, no, part two, You part mean talking as a trilogy, episode of, on the trilogy? No, no, not like all on a road, kind of like we're doing with Twilight. Just doing one at a time, but spaced out. Mm, okay. I don't so want to skip to the good third part one. Three? Yeah, just that's what I'm saying. Like maybe a part three, that's a part one and two. Are, doesn't even matter. That's what the part three has to be about. We have like two weeks to think about it. So, um, Jordan is Quinn going to 
guest star in this one or what? For New Moon. No, for Harry Potter. Harry Potter. He's like for a Harry Potter. Fan. I'll ask him because I think he would be keen to do it. Stone. Maybe he just has like a little pre anvil, and then you can take over from him. Like maybe you just have like a little, like a little why he loves it. Yeah. Oh, you, you can just can you can be on on the episode the whole time. You can just when he wants to talk, you can talk. I'll see what Will he wants do to that? do. Yeah, I'll see what he wants to do. And I'll let you know. He doesn't like to talk much, but he's been on Power Rangers, so we know he's he's canon now. Yeah. Let's. Uh, how are we gonna end? How are we gonna the make movie. this movie? No. How are we going to end the movie? Well, how are we going to add a scene? I don't know how we're going to phrase that because this is a perfect ending. So how are we going to – actually, no. Instead of ending the movie, let's, let's add a way to fuck over Nick in one of her diary entries. All right? Okay. I'll go first since I come up with this thing. So so the detective's reading the diary and it comes to this page where it's like, so one day Nick had all his friends over betting. And he lost half our money. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty bad. Sounds like it was written about you. It sounds like something happened to you. <laughs> it's a shame place. Uh, when you can't think of something, you just go <laughs> something you know. You know. What I'm yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, what are you guys doing? Tony, it's pretty hard. You got what? The diary uh, entry, Tony. That's what we're doing. All right. So, dear diary. Come on, terrific, Tony. Today, Nick asked me. Oh, uh, no. Nick said. No, I asked Nick, does this. Dress make me look fat. And he said, <laughs> no. And he said, So I know he, he said, was lying. That's what most women talk about, right? The lady detective's like, This fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, right, poor Jordan. woman. All right. This poor woman. February 16th. I can't believe how callous Nick has become. We were laying in bed and I was looking into his eyes when suddenly. And the, suddenly yeah, well, the, the duvet. Goes over my head. I can't breathe and I worry for my life. Where's that gun when I need it? Finn. <laughs> What's that called? Finn. Is that hot boxing? What's that called? That is not hot boxing, bro. <laughs> what? what is that called? Hot boxing is a weed term, Tony. I don't know. Oh, it's, called like a, called? it's called a Dutch oven. A Dutch oven. A Dutch that's oven. So, yeah, that's so that's gross. Yeah. I didn't realize that's what a Dutch oven was. I knew what hot boxing was. Didn't know what a Dutch oven was. Damn. Uh, here's, a, here's a good one too. Um, February 14th. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. He wanted to spice up the relationship. <laughs> so I saw him eat at Taco Bell. Next minute, <laughs> he, introduced, he introduced me to this thing called a Blumpkin. I was confused at first <laughs> and disgusted. I will not. And then, and then like, it's just dot, 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 dot. And then it's over. Everyone's so I'm going to, Shane's going to. Shane's going to edit out his first fucking diet entry bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys have time to think about What's it. What's a blumpkin? I don't have any time. Please help me. It sounds disgusting. What, what is it? Is. Even I no, know that. I know. You know what? I don't want to know what it is. I don't want to know. That's when someone sucks on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> you actually don't know what a blumpkin is. I don't want to Google it. Well, I don't want to know either. That's right. I'm going to educate people who don't know because it's actually informative. So <laughs> a blumpkin is a sexual act where... A woman gives fellatio to a man while the man is taking his shit. Brother, what the fuck? Fellatio is when you put your mouth onto a penis and I don't know what else you do to it. Uh, But yes, so you take a shit while she's blowing you, Blumpkin. That's so foul. Yeah, it's very foul and that's why it's in the diary entry because it's disgusting. And it's it's in secret and it shows how sadistic he really is. He would be a bad guy. Um, so, so Tony, 
Are we doing your pun game? You actually come up with a pun this time? Or what? Well, go but does he get his throat slit? There's like plenty of puns to have. Okay. Well, you're first. You're the first one now. Uh, she, could, uh, she could say, like, um, how's this for, like, you've had a golden shower? How about a bloody shower? And slits his throat. <laughs> It's pretty oh, good. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, like, golden um, shower though, because golden shower doesn't actually relate to anything to the movie. It needs to be why she says it. No, but how about this you one? You can say anything, like anything cool you can say after. I got a good one. No, I got no. This, this doesn't revolve. Okay, let's go into kinky shit. But this is actually a good one. Um, so she's like laying in bed, like they're banging, obviously, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know you like this pink slit. What about this red slit?" <laughs> wow. That's fucked up. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? That's actually pretty well, fucked up, to be honest, man. Well, she's it's a fucked up. That's scene, like not bro. fun. That's kind of like gross. <laughs> well, that's what she's like. She's very blunt and sharp, like Jordan yeah. said. So Jordan really incepted incepted me to say that. Thank actually, you. Jordan, I read your text. I read your text, girl. I said it for you. Okay. What? You text you text me to say that. Remember, I just said it for you. To say what? The, pi- the pink. The pink slit. slit. <laughs> It's even gross to say out loud. <laughs> well, all right. What's your pun, Jordan? Oh, I'm not. I'm not as fast as you guys. Oh, that's fucking what she said. When that's your thing, right? Like he's coming. Like I don't mean you're so fast as you. When when Detective no. Booney uh, opens up the furnace and finds the half half cooked diary, she goes, "Now that's an epic burn." That was pretty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. I got another one for Desi's. <laughs> Like death, you want, I you have want to. to? Fuck me? Oh. You want to throat fuck me? I throat fuck you, <laughs> Slitty's throat. <laughs> yep. That's actually better than the pink slit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Is that is that misogyny saying that that is two two words together? I don't. When did I text that to you? I was joking. Oh my god! I was gonna say I'm like, am I hallucinating? I don't. I would never no, say that. I was that. trying to like. <laughs> I would never say it either. You, I read what you said. Okay. It's just called me trying to deflect. All right, All right. let's end the podcast here, guys. That was fun. How long did we go for? Two hours. Yeah, Damn. that was a long We're... one. I've got homework to do. You guys are shitty. No, I'm kidding. I am so much happier now that I'm dead. Technically missing. Soon to be presumed dead. Gone. And my lazy, lying, cheating, oblivious husband will go to prison for my murder. Nick Dunn took my pride and my dignity and my hope and my money. He took and took from me until I no longer existed. That's murder. Let the punishment fit the crime. To fake a convincing murder, you have to have discipline. You befriend a local idiot. Harvest the details of her humdrum life and cram her with stories about your husband's violent temper. Secretly create some money troubles, credit cards, perhaps online gambling. With the help of the unwitting, bump up your life insurance. Purchase getaway car, Craigslist, generic, cheap, pay cash. You need to package yourself so that people will truly mourn your loss. 
And America loves pregnant women. As if it's so hard to spread your legs. You know what's hard? Faking a pregnancy. First, drain your toilet. Invite pregnant idiot into your home and ply her with lemonade.